What's up, what's up, what's up? Welcome back to Land Grant Podcast Network's uh, I-70 Football Show. This is your host, Jordan, and I am back, and Dante is back for the first time in like three weeks. It uh, might be a month. We've had a, maybe a month. It might uh, be a, a lot month. Of, uh, a lot of things have happened. Uh, I got married. We're on a honeymoon. Dante turned thirty. Um, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Hold on. I turned twenty nine. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> that last that last year matters. It's it does, bro. I'm, I, I, but I'm turned, hanging. <laughs> Dante turned twenty nine. Uh, the NFL draft happened. The, the transfer yep. portal opened and closed. Um, the NBA playoffs are in the West are are both in the conference finals. A lot has happened, and God, the damn. weather's warm. We're officially like in like it's going to be warm from now on. That doesn't mean the weather's going to be good. Yeah, we still live in Ohio, but it, yeah. it's going to be warm. Like it was we, hot we most today. likely won't see any more snow. Is is kind of where we're at we, right now? Yeah, so, yeah, 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 yeah. It's the mid of May. Yeah, we shouldn't see any more yeah. snow, and then we'll get snow. Yeah. Tomorrow. <laughs> just just because we said it yeah uh so yeah i mean a lot has happened a lot has happened but overall uh dante how you feeling man i'm chilling i'm chilling it's 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 like you said a lot has gone on been going on but i'm good how are you man how's it feel uh, to be was, married now uh it, it feels the same as, yeah, as it should <laughs> yep. um, as, aside from the fact like all the people at work just kept asking me like Oh my god, he's a married man. He's no longer single, which is really weird, huh? right? Like you know, like the you were yeah, never yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right, right. But it's like the it's like the legal thing. Like if you're not married, you're single, which is technically crazy. yeah. Because I guess like, I, it, it, under the laws of yeah. the country, yeah, technically yes. There's no yeah, girlfriend like, on things where you filling right. stuff out. Like I okay, yeah. But, so like nice. all the all the all the older people are like, yeah, you're no longer single, you're a married man, and I'm like, listen, bro, it don't feel no different, and I feel like if it was, if it did feel different, I probably should I mar- I probably married the wrong person, like like I did something wrong know? here, yeah, yeah, that's nuts. like you know, <laughs> you're no longer cool. single, yeah, it's like it's cool to be married and everything, but like outside the honeymoon, which was clearly the best part, and, and the wedding was really fun, <laughs> was really fun, but like the honeymoon was clearly the best part. We came home. And we live in the same place. We sleep in the same bed. I go to the same job. She go to the same job. I drive the same car. It's like, you know, it's like, I, I mean, nothing really changed. Like, like that would be the only thing where I would like be like, okay, not moving in with each other before marriage and stuff. So it, it would be different. But again, I still think you should live with somebody before you make that leap. Because you never. Absolutely. You don't know a person until they wake up in the morning five times in a row with you. Also, also like I, I, people never think about this, but no matter how long you've been with someone, unless they're absolutely disgusting, they always straighten up a little bit. Oh yeah. So even even if like so whatever you th- whatever that house looks like when you are there when they're dating, it's gonna be a little bit worse when y'all are together. Yeah. And like we are in our, you know, whatever, little millennials, some of y'all maybe a little bit younger, we all depressed. Like, I don't know why, but everybody got a little bit of depression. Have you seen them in the depressive funk? Have you seen, like, how they pay their bills, right? Like, 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 do you know that they that they actually making rent or not? It, there's so many things that I just think, like, you don't know until you live with somebody. 
until you got to cook and clean and see the bathroom. Definitely the clean part. The all clean the other part kind of is... stuff. Like, yeah. And, and, and like how they talk to you when they don't want to talk to you no more. Cause like I consider myself an introvert and I go to work and I talk to students all day. I have um, meetings all day. Yeah. And then I'd be tired and then I got to come home and she here. So if we didn't live together, I could just like not text her or oh I didn't see my phone, something like that. Right. She here. I can't so I can't I was be like, oh, her, I didn't see you. <laughs> right. So like if I was treating her bad when I had a bad day at work or a long day or something like that, she probably wouldn't want to be with me and vice versa. And it's not easy to come home after a hard day at work and be like, I gotta talk to somebody else and I got other things to do and all this other kind of stuff. Cause when you live alone, you can really do whatever you want to do. Uh, within reason, so it's like all those, in my opinion, you need to see all them little things. I would never marry someone that I didn't live with, personally. Yeah. yeah no, Especially if it's that. not, like, religious reasons. Like, if it's religious reasons, I'm not here to shit on your religion. Like, I, I understand if it's religious reasons, like, whatever, that's you. But, like, if it's not religious reasons, I think y'all should live together at least a year before. Yeah, at the very like, least. I'll even say six months. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, even if it's just wait till you get engaged, right? Like, yeah. once you get engaged and you're like, I think I would, because you can still call off an engagement. It may be weird, but you can still call off an engagement. Even, oh, you and that's like fine. You, you know what? And I'll give you that. I'll give you the year because you can do an engagement for a whole year, have a lease for a year, and then try it out if it don't work. Yeah. Boom, and, yeah. and me personally, I would still move in with someone before you got engaged. Like, if you want to do like a, because you know you want to marry someone for a minute. So it's like, if you if you're thinking like yeah I think I want to marry you live with them for a year and if after that year everything's cool then you propose right and then you do a year or two after that and then you're still living together at that point when you get married you've been living together for two or three years depending on how long of an engagement you did like that to me is the ideal timeline and that's essentially it was a little we lived together a little bit longer than that but that's essentially what we did we moved in together at 2020. And then I was going to propose in the pandemic and it got pushed back a little bit. Right. But by the time we just got married, we've been living together for three years. We've had three different apartments, like different things. So it's like, got two kids. Like, yeah, you know. No, I mean, I, I don't call pets kids, but like, <laughs> yeah. I, 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 I give you that. I, I, that's fair. <laughs> but like, you know, they depended like hell on you. So <laughs> you're right. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you ain't lying. You ain't lying. Uh, yeah, you don't know nobody till you live with them in a one bathroom apartment. <laughs> man, man, and I and I know I'm the problem when it comes to that because I don't like cleaning. I can do it. I just hate to clean. So like, yeah, yeah man, no, you're not wrong. You're I'm not telling wrong. you, one and a half. If the, the key to a happy relationship. Two and, one and a half, half baths. baths. Two and a half baths. Two and a half would be better. But you have, <laughs> at a bare minimum, you need one and a half. You need two toilets yep. in separate rooms. Mm-hmm. I don't care where they at. Upstairs, and if it's downstairs. one bathroom, two sinks. Yeah, but that doesn't help the second toilet. No, it doesn't. That's, that's really that's really the thing you need. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's really that's really the thing you need, boy. But but the two sinks does help because we were just laughing about this the other day. So I we lived further from my job, and at that point she was like ten minutes from her job. I was like almost thirty just because of traffic. So I would get up earlier than her 
but then she would be in the bathroom and I'm like, bro, I gotta be to work before you. <laughs> and what do you like get out the bathroom? <laughs> like you about to make me late. Mm-hmm. You leave 20 minutes after I do. So yeah, one and a half bathroom minimum. If you can get to two, two and a half, I, I see marriage in your future. <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot of less with two bathrooms there's there's just one big huge stress thing gone it's like uh so so what how, why did y'all get married i mean our relationship changed when we got two bathrooms it got, got a lot more smoother bro i was able to get to work yeah, all the time she could do it she we won't. communicated better yeah, like, but... a lot easier you know if i could shit when i wanted like <laughs> Man, but, oh my god, like, come on, bro. I just got in here. You rushing me? Like, like yeah, bro. I, <laughs> I just got a funny news article, bro. I just found some, I just, I just found a funny TikTok profile. Hey, I was going to be I'm, in, I'm here. in here for a minute. <laughs> I just oh, got comfortable. Like, oops, guess I can't have my existential crisis now. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Because you got to use the bathroom. That's crazy. <laughs> oh my god! Damn. Yeah. No, you you make first day back and we spiraling. Yeah, <laughs> we spiraling in, in the bathroom. Th- but no, for real, no. It, it, it doesn't feel any different. I, I really think that's how it's supposed to be. Like you know, there is like a there is like a you know like a level of like happiness and like a level of like feeling like that next step in like adulthood and things like that. Right. But the way that we operate, like we've been planning that for a while so it's just like it's just kind of like it's a step but aside from the legalities of it it wasn't a necessary step like we didn't get married to like save our relationship or like do anything like that it's just like something we wanted to do right so yeah and it's cool but like we was gonna be cool whatever so yeah well now she can like when y'all can go into the the hospital room and stuff yeah and like and and not to get too personal, but that's that that is one of the biggest things for me because I'm not super close to my family, so like I needed like even more than she needed it, I needed it because right. like I need her to make decisions if anything were ever to happen. Right, to me. and like, that makes sense. I need her to you know get the life insurance and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> I can't have that going. I can't have that going to someone I haven't talked to in a while and someone that's not going to do right by me. Right. And that's morbid, but like this fucking if the pandemic show you anything, literally anything could happen. Mm. Like you ain't wrong. You not wrong. So, you are not wrong. I ain't mad at it. Hell no. But yeah, so a lot's happened. Dante's 29. Uh, I'm married. It's crazy. A lot of life. A lot of life happens in less than life. a month. Honestly, right? <laughs> less than a month. Uh, but we we're back, and for the most part, you know, it's the off season. If we don't have nothing to talk about, we might skip an episode here here or there. But for the most part, we're finally going to be back on our regularly scheduled programming. I've also uh, graduated, so like that's not going to be an issue. The summer's here. Like, yeah, we we should be back, and um, pretty soon we should be back to our regular like actually being out monday morning um just a lot of things happen mother's day happy belated mother's day to everybody right, happy yeah. mother's day to if, if there's any of the any mothers actually listening because i know women listen to sports podcasts too happy mother's day to you so different things like that have kind of forced us to come out late monday or on tuesday but we should be back weekly um and we should be back to our regularly scheduled programming on monday um and this is finally around the time where Things are starting to heat up because, like, 
we're starting to get some like game announcements. Yep. I actually forgot to put that in here, but we got the first announcement of a game that's going to be on NBC. It's uh, Ohio State versus Michigan State's going to be on NBC at that night game. We finally Ooh, nice. got that. Nice. Um, obviously, I don't even know why they even tell us. We know what it's going to be, but we have confirmed again that Ohio State Michigan is going to be on Fox at noon. It literally is every year, so it's not something worth telling I us. Like, I thought they, we, I thought we knew it. <laughs> they told us that the normal yeah, so, like just now. It's, it is, it's like, <laughs> and it, and we we already know where it's going to be. It's in Michigan this year because it was in Ohio State. Yeah, so like we yeah, we, so we they, knew that. They, yeah, I don't I don't know why they felt the need to tell us, but I, I mean you know, they did. Here's, here's some news since y'all been crying. That's pretty much what that was. It's like, there you go. Here, here nigga, damn. Like, <laughs> that's funny. I that's a waste of uh time. They could have just told us like a real game. Like when 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 is Penn State played Ohio State or Michigan or something like that. That would have been better. Yeah. Or what channel so, will be on. I'm trying to see what all what all they announced. They announced a couple. I didn't see this one. So they maybe they only announced one for each, maybe? I don't know. One game for each um, team? For each not team, for each um conference. Uh yeah, no no no. Not conference. Uh T V network. Oh like maybe they maybe they announced the number one game for each team. Oh, network. okay. So like CBS, Fox, NBC, yeah, ESPN. Yeah. Well, ESPN's not in the deal. Right, it's just right. Fox, CBS, and NBC. Right. Because the other one that I'm seeing is that we're getting Penn State and Iowa on September 23rd at night at Happy Valley. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Whatever. Um, that sounds I'm try- awful. I'm trying to read. Okay, so CBS must get a couple night games because CBS is supposed to be in the 4 o'clock window. Because that's when they have the SEC. But they must have asked for one or two night games, too, because they have this game at night. And it's going to be Penn State's whiteout game. Ugh, they're whiteout. Against Ohio? Oh, brother. It could have been any (laughs) other team, for real. Yeah. Their schedule might be bad. I think they play play Ohio State and Michigan on the road. Why did they do that to them? What did Penn State Uh, do? Well, I think they got them both at home last year, didn't they? I don't remember. I feel like I, know I feel like fact, Penn State Ohio came State to Ohio State. No, no, no. We were at we were at I we were at Penn State for sure. Man, hold on. Because remember we because t- remember it was a noon game and we were like, oh, we don't know what the crowd's gonna be. That's like. right. That's right. And that's right. That's right. Crazy. It was crazy like hell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, yeah. but for and some we reason, like, I feel oh, like yeah. that Michigan game was not at Penn State, but I don't know. Yeah. Their whiteout game is against Iowa. How you 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 had a whiteout because they did whiteout against Ohio State. No, you sure? Because Ohio State was noon. I swear they still came out in all white anyway. Like at least the whole crowd was. I mean, maybe, but it wasn't their official whiteout game. Their official whiteout game is always at night. Yeah, bro. Iowa just uh, that is that's just a stinker for both teams for real. Cause like now Iowa is probably gonna get beat up on in the whiteout game, and and Penn State has to play Iowa for their their big televised game. Oh wait, no. Michigan is at Penn State. Why the hell is Iowa the whiteout game? 
That just pissed me off. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And the game is November 11th, so it's the tenth game of the season. That could easily. I'm saying there's a there's a really easy chance. Okay, Penn State plays Ohio State before, so maybe they're not nine and zero. Although if Penn State lives up to the hype that people are saying, they might be nine and zero. Either way, Penn State and Michigan should both be nine and zero, eight and one, nine. And those two, they should both either have no losses or one loss at that game. That game is gonna if they're both undefeated. That means Penn State beat Ohio State, which means that game is gonna determine the Big Ten Conference. Yeah. If Penn State has one loss and Michigan's undefeated, Penn State can get an up on them. If they beat Michigan, like that game has huge stakes. It's the tenth game of the year. It has huge stakes. Why is that not the whiteout game? <laughs> I just pissed, bro. I See, just this is what I'm telling you, like, bro. The, pin, the the scheduling, the scheduling people are just terrible at their jobs because I don't understand why we making Iowa the whiteout game. Do they not I have another pissed. night game? Cause like if they have another night game, can we just make that the whiteout game? <laughs> well, I, gee, I don't, I don't know, I don't know. Man, it's always tough, but the Penn State Ohio State game is going to be really tough this year because listen to Penn State's schedule. Okay, so they play West Virginia, they should win. They play Delaware, that's easy. They play Illinois, that's going to be a little tough. But Illinois losing some people. They play Especially Iowa. Defense. Cool. That's gonna be a little tough just because their whiteout game. Hold on, their whiteout game is week four. Yes. Oh, also that's stupid. Oh, that's sucks. also stupid. Oh, that's stupid. Also stupid. That is dumb. The sun doesn't even set to like nine o'clock in September. That's so dumb. That's dumb. Okay. That's dumb. They're not even trying. <laughs> Personally, I want it to snow on their whiteout game. That makes it even That'd be more cool. cool. Like, That'd be cool. Put it in November. That'd put it in cool. November. Right, Stop but... playing with my emotions. Put well, it in November. Well, seeing as how global warming works, it might not even snow in November. Okay. For that but guy. you have a better chance. No, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Okay. Damn. <laughs> so, so, okay. So, They're not even trying. So, here are the two games leading up to Ohio State, and here are the two games after. They could be three Basically, and one. Basically, all, okay. all I'm saying is they're going to have five weeks where all they have to do is worry about Ohio State. And I know the two weeks after they're not going to be worried about Ohio State, but that's how much this, that's how little these opponents matter. So they play Northwestern. They're <laughs> not going to give them a lick of thought. No. They play UMass. They're not even going to pretend they exist. They could send out the C team and beat UMass. Then they play Ohio State. So that's literally two weeks of just planning for Ohio State uh, while getting easy wins. So these, so they, but the and crazy then, thing is, since they're going to be worried about Ohio State, they could easily slip and lose and give Northwestern. Not against or, Northwestern or they'll, UMass. They'll give Northwestern one win on the season. Not against no, they won't. No, that that's impossible. <laughs> like, if you always if you worried about two bad. weeks away, it could it could happen. It could not against happen. Northwestern. Maybe if it was like Maryland, maybe if it was like Illinois, maybe it was like you know something. Not Northwestern, no chance. So then after <laughs> uh, then after Ohio State, they have Indiana and then they have Maryland. So they're not even going to be like looking at Ohio State and be like, damn, we got Wisconsin after Ohio State. That's going to be tough. It's like no cakewalk. We get Indiana. <laughs> so Actually, they have play. a pretty. For at least what was that, eight? Was that eight games you just listed? Uh, six. Six games. Seven. They have a pretty decent easy schedule. schedule. Yeah, they got an easy schedule. Yeah. The only team Indiana, uh, not Indiana, Illinois. So if, if there's State any game, 
if there's any game that they're going to lose that they shouldn't lose, it'd be Indiana. Indiana. Because win or lose against Ohio State, if you have to take essentially like two weeks of emotion to get there, and then if you win, if you win, it's like, damn, this is the first Oh, yeah, they're going to slack time. off. They're going to slack off like crazy against Boom. Indiana. If they lose again and it's a close game as it always is, they could be down emotionally, and they have a young quarterback who may not be able to lift up the locker room just yet. And they, like I, I'm See, not predicting the losing. I, I, I don't but even have the. To I, to I'm not even going to worry about that one. I'm not even going to worry about uh, the quarterback doing it. I would just look at the coach to get them up because I think because if especially if they lose close, not good at that. They, no, but if they lose close, you're right. They could lose to Indiana, but I'm going to sit there and go. Indiana might get beat up on. <laughs> I, yeah, maybe. That'd be the game. That's what should. That's what should happen. Watch Penn State's <laughs> offense is not going to be that great. We're, it's going to be good enough, but it won't be great. But then they'll go against Indiana after losing close to Ohio State and put up 50, 60 points. That's what should happen, mm-hmm. I, and that's what's most likely going to happen. Like I said, I'm not predicting it. I'm saying if there was any game that they would lose that yeah. they shouldn't, it would be Indiana, Indiana. after Ohio State yeah. for sure. Yeah. Okay, so let's. They don't even get to prepare for real. Like, like, like they don't have nobody tough to get them ready at all. Um, Okay, so a couple of just transfer items. Casey Thompson left Nebraska. Casey Thompson was the starting quarterback at Nebraska. I think he did good for most of the season, relatively good, but like he wasn't great. But I think I think Nebraska brought in Tanner Mordecai, the transfer from SMU. Or is that Wisconsin that did that? Let me see. I should probably have known that. I think it was Nebraska. I haven't seen anything about transfer stuff, but I don't get I don't get information sent to me, which I should be doing. Oh no, he he's at Wisconsin. Okay. Who did Nebraska get as a transfer? I know they got somebody. Didn't they do that earlier in the year? Yeah, they did. Or earlier but this I year, Casey- I mean. Yeah, and I yeah, and then I think Casey Thompson uh, lost the battle, mm. so now he's transferring. Transferring? Where is he going? He hasn't. There hasn't. Uh, FAU. Oh, oh, yeah, he lost the battle. Yeah. So, um, but he's gonna be good at FAU. Oh yeah, uh, I think. Oh yeah, he gonna put up. He uh, gonna put up. Herman. You know what? He might do the same thing. What's the name? Did put up great numbers after leaving. Uh, yeah, you're talking about um, at Washington, yeah, Michael yeah. Penix. Yeah, that's his name. Probably, especially because he's with um, what is his name? He's with Tom Herman. Oh who's yeah, a really good. Oh yeah, a wide receivers coach. Oh, that's what it is. They have Jeff Sims from Georgia Tech, uh, who is like mid in my opinion, but whatever. I guess I don't. I mean, he he clearly lost he went the from, job. So yeah, I mean, he went from a mid school to another mid school. So yeah, so um whatever and then just just of note um or it's not really of note so ohio state last year had a decent wide receiver class but it wasn't great because the the whole entire wide receiver class was just mid so after one year on campus they've already gotten beat out for spots by freshmen and two of them have transferred which good for them because they weren't going to play at ohio state and like this is not to disparage them it's just that if you looked at the wide receivers in 2022 versus the wide receivers in 2023, if you were to put them in the in the same class, the 2023 wide receivers would be ranked higher. It's just a better class of wide receivers. Ohio State has a couple of freshmen who came in who might who are fighting for playing time already, despite the fact that Ohio State's top 
three or four wide receivers are all back from last year. And so these guys didn't really see much room to get to the field. One of them, though, one of them transferred to Auburn, whatever, doesn't matter. Uh, The other one, and this is interesting, he transferred to Iowa. Didn't we just have this same problem about a tight end to, to, the, yes. uh, a top tight end from picking, Michigan. Yeah, picking Iowa or something like that. Oh, my God. Yeah. So I, the reason why I bring this up, and I don't want to stick on this much because I have nothing good to say about Iowa. What is Iowa telling you? I don't know. Because I, I they're gotta, getting a lot of transfers. I got to hear this then, pitch. I got to hear the pitch because I want to know. My second, my second question is, do the transfers actually give Iowa a chance to have a good offense? Or is Iowa so bad they're going to ruin the transfers? I'm going with the latter. I think so, too. And it's largely because I don't trust the quarterback. Like, yeah, you won the Big Ten with Michigan, but Michigan had a running game and a defense and an offensive line and better wide Not good wide receivers, but they better definitely wide had receivers better wide receivers. receivers and they had a much better tight end. Like, Yeah. So it's like, whoa. Not no. much better. Not much better. Sam Laporta was better. Yeah. Sam Laporta was That's better. That's but fair. Sam Laporta was the only player on Iowa. So it's like. But I'm just saying, I'm trying to see here because it, it, it baffles me because, especially if you played in the Big Ten, so you saw Iowa play, you know their yep. offense stinks, and you yep. still went, I'm going to go there. Yep. Yep. What are they telling you that makes you think they'll I, switch it? Because again, Iowa hasn't had a good offense for like, Ten years. I'm bro, I'm trying to figure it out. I don't know what they're telling them. I don't know. But they got a quarterback. They got a tight end. They got a wide receiver. Uh, maybe a couple they, others. It's got to be full riding money. It's got to be like, look, you don't, you don't got to pay for school here. Like, they might have had to pay for their, like, last two seasons if they stayed at the school they were at or they didn't have a full ride. But they're getting a full ride at Iowa. I don't, bro. I, I couldn't tell you. I honestly couldn't. It's got to, and then the NIL deal might be helping with that too. But it's got to be like, here's a full ride, bro. Because there's no other yeah. way as a as an offensive player, I'm going to Iowa. If especially if mm-hmm. I could go, if I was able to make Ohio State's roster, I can go anywhere else. Yeah, lit, lit, literally anywhere. I Alabama literally... needs wide receivers, bro. Like, what are you talking about? We sure can do. Needs wide receivers. Georgia. Like... <laughs> Again, I'm I'm picking Auburn over Iowa. I'm picking so many go, schools over Iowa. I don't know. I don't know if they need wide receivers, but you're not going to go to Cali. You're not going to see what Caleb Williams talking about. Man, Oklahoma, Texas. What are we doing here? <laughs> Brad. I, I couldn't tell shoot. Like, I couldn't. Tell. I go to Nebraska before I, I go to I, Iowa. I, 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 that is also true. <laughs> As an offensive player, I'm going to any other school. If you had told me a cornerback transferred to Iowa, cool, I give you that. You tell me yeah. a linebacker did it, all right. But a receiver, nah, nah. Drug so test him <laughs> immediately right now, bro. This should be an end invest. Honestly and truthfully, the NCAA should be investigating Iowa. <laughs> How are you doing this? Well, I mean, technically they already are investigating Iowa. You know, did you did you did you hear about the, you heard about that the uh, gambling thing? No betting. I'm sorry, what? No. So multiple players, like somewhere between like 25 and 37, I don't remember the exact number. That's a lot of players. players, Yeah, at Iowa and Iowa State 
are getting investigated for sports betting and some of it is criminal charges. <laughs> yeah. I don't know all I don't know what? all the details because like I just you like you know I've heard I've heard it on a couple podcasts and stuff but I haven't like looked into it myself. But yeah. So basically sports betting's legal but it's not legal really for athletes. Yeah, you can't so, do it. Which and, I find weird. If you I feel like it sh- the rule should be you can't bet on your own sport. Okay, okay. Hear me out. Hold on. Hold on. All right. I, I, I'm not saying that I agree with this, but especially maybe in pros, but especially in college, you can't do that. Think about all the athletes in various sports that hung out together. Oh, fair. Okay. You tell fair. are you t- you telling me Iowa's football players not kicking it with Caitlin Clark, talking about we gonna have some D one babies. <laughs> but <like>. okay. <laughs> like they not kicking it with like the, the men's basketball team. They I wouldn't be surprised if Caitlin was like, I don't swing that way. But <laughs> yeah. I'm just, that was that was just a joke. But yeah. regardless, like athletes are friends with each other. That's true. So like, that's true. If you're friends with Caitlin Clark, and Caitlin Clark's like, hey, I mean, which obviously didn't happen, but she's like, hey, my ankle a little funny, and you go bet that they lose because Caitlin Clark not playing. That that's insider info. So college is too close. I think you can't bet on any college sports. Okay. All right. And it gets now, a little murky. The, it gets a murky. But here's a, I'll look at it like I feel like college can college athletes. Bet on pro sports? I would say yes. Here, People will say that they shouldn't. So here's an argument that I heard which kind of makes sense. Professional sports that aren't your own. And this is why they say this. If you're at Ohio State, you still know C.J. Stroud. You still know all these players. So, like, you could still get insider information on the NFL. Okay. But it's going to be harder for you to get insider information on the NBA and some of these other things. But especially football, especially at these big schools, like – Georgia just had a bunch of people drafted. Your homie got drafted because it's a year before you. He talks to you, whoop-de-whoop. Now you know some insider information. So I think personally you should just let them bet on professional sports. And then if they do something stupid, then – Suspend them. No, right. I think all sports. Oh, okay. The football thing. The football thing is, I was telling you something I heard from someone else that made sense. I just don't care that much. Yeah, me neither. Because still, then, because the the information is going to come out regardless that that player is hurt or whatever. So, well, it's about it's about having it beforehand and and things like that, and like betting like what's beforehand before a few before. days. Well, but if you think about it in betting, right? Mm. And I don't do a whole lot of betting, but if you think about it in betting, if it's like okay, so okay, let's use Patrick Mahomes as an example. If the thing is, Eagles are gonna like Chiefs are gonna win. And you know that Patrick Mahomes is not going to play three days before it comes out. You can bet the opposite, put a whole bunch of money down before the line changes. Because when injuries happen, they change the line because it's the Chiefs most likely aren't going to win without Patrick Mahomes. So okay. now you're about to make okay. five hundred thousand dollars because you knew before they could even the line. That's what it is. Okay. And I don't know how often that type of stuff happens. I don't know enough about betting to you know whatever, but like that's the issue. Okay. Is you can make if you know the right thing at the right time before it comes out to everyone and they change the lines, you could make a lot of money. Okay, I'll give you that. All right, that's that's fair. I can see that. And then the other thing, especially with like basketball and stuff, is like the prop bets because like you can be like, hey, bro, you gonna, I need you to get, I need you to have, I need you to have four turnovers and niggas just start throwing the ball out of bounds. Like, break me off a piece. 
I got four turnovers for you. Like mm. things like that. Things that especially okay. that players can't control, which is much easier to control and 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 basketball and baseball and things like that than football. But that's the thing. There was a baseball scandal at Alabama, and the Alabama head coach got fired. Oh. The baseball coach got fired, and it happened in Ohio. He was on the phone with someone in Ohio telling some sort of insider information, and dude made a – they don't they didn't drop all the details, but dude made some kind of crazy bet, or at least crazy by baseball standards, and they flagged it. And then they – because, like, a lot of people don't know this, but there's a lot of technology in sports betting. That's part of the reason it took so long for it to get legal. So, right. like – there's a, there's a bunch of betting things that came out. So like I'm going, I'm weaving through a bunch of stories, but like Jamison Williams for the lions and a couple other players just got suspended. But the reason for like six games and the reason I think they got suspended is you're allowed to bet on non-football things, but you're not allowed to do it at the team facility. And I think I heard that he did it at the team facility and they know that because all sports betting is geo tagged and located yeah. because there are States where it's illegal. Yeah. So Damn. like that's how that's how like deep he probably thing he did. and I he bet was, you all he did was pull his phone on and was like oh let me make this quick fan dual bet real quick before yep, this game something started crazy, and something, then messed up and got like a six game suspension yeah damn so yeah so it's like there's a lot of things that like go into it and that's really kind of like the stuff that they're worried about and they don't want to happen and things like that and so I don't know what happened at Iowa but if you think about it. What could they have been betting on at Iowa and Iowa State? They were probably betting on Caitlin Clark. Yeah. yeah. Now I'm not, that's not saying she was involved. Oh, I'm no, no, no. Yeah, but they were definitely like, betting on her, especially since she was killing it all two season. Two schools in the yeah, same two state. schools in Iowa. And what are they? And what are they? Cele- uh, separated by what? An hour? It maybe? can't be that far. Yeah. Maybe yeah. yeah. So it's like yeah, they were probably betting on Caitlin Clark and stuff. Yeah. And whether they had insight, because not all of it, I think, is criminal, but like some of it is criminal. And I don't know what that means. There's even an athletic director at Iowa who got caught up in it. Hey, yo. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> wow. So, did that offensive yeah, coordinator cra- get, <laughs> get caught up no, you know. And even, even if he did, even if he did, you know, you He'll know, find a way. Like that he'll slide. find a way. Yeah. 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 So, um, that's it's crazy. Like, <laughs> those three betting stories all came out in, like, a week and a half, two weeks. It's just, like, boom, How did boom, I boom, not boom. see that on my timeline? That's crazy. I don't know. Yeah, the Lions thing happened. A couple players got suspended. How did I miss then, that one, too? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I might not have been on. I might not yeah. be on enough to see stuff like that anymore. Yeah. I didn't. Well, also, I didn't really see a lot of any of this. I learned a lot of it from the podcast that I listened to. Oh, okay. And got, I don't know. Like, it just seems like because what, what uh, what's his name, Calvin Ridley, or whatever his yeah, name so for the, the Falcons. Rid- that so- that story was out and on on social media like crazy. Yeah, but Calvin Ridley was betting on the Falcons. Oh, true. <laughs> I think like I'm That's pretty sure the, you really can't sure, do that. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure the Lions, at least Jameson Williams, and there was a couple other people. They probably- I think they were betting on other sports. I just think they did it in the locker room, locker which you're room. not allowed to do. Yeah, they probably was which, like all talking to each other, bay the yeah. bet, and then somebody the next day. It's like, like, oh shit, NBA playoffs is yeah. on. Let me go ahead and whoop the whoop whoop. And yeah, so. and then they called them the next day like, hey, idiots, y'all did that at the yeah. facility like some dummies. We gonna have to let you yeah. suspend y'all for a minute. Yeah, six six games, six games, six my games. guy. So yeah, crazy. that makes sense. Um, 
so oh what I was what we were getting on before we move on to the NFL draft. Iowa transfers. So Iowa got Cade McNamara and this dude from Wisconsin who's probably never played Dinkin Hill to come in at quarterback quarterback, right? Then they got Eric All, the tight end from Michigan. They got Caleb Brown, the wide receiver from Ohio State, to come in at wide receiver. And then they got Seth Anderson. Uh, oh, no. I think he just stayed. Offensive line, nobody cares. So, yeah, they got a wide receiver, a tight end, and a quarterback to come in from other Big Ten schools to kind of help support them. And, and I'll that's see. That's crazy. And, and I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't either. And I'll see what blows me is like if. Iowa's offense is at the bottom again. What did you you made that transfer for what? Because again, why would you? Because you're gonna transfer again. Yeah, why'd you transfer for a school that was the worst <laughs> offense in the country? And and like Michigan's offense is more similar to Iowa's, just much much better. Why would you go from Ohio State's offense to Iowa's? Uh, I don't know. I, I have know, no man. clue. I have no clue. I don't, I don't get it. I, I I'll never get it. But okay. But with but they they are good players. So like the Iowa watch is going to be interesting. They they better have a better offense. Man, they really just going. They they might they might go from what eleven points a game to, to eighteen. Thirteen. <laughs> well, I, yeah. Oh, see, I was going to be nice. Eighteen points a game, and like their passing yards might go up maybe fifty yards. Um, that we, running yeah. game still probably going to stink though. The only thing that's probably going to be different is they're going to have less interceptions because I think Cade McNamara won't throw that many interceptions. That's fair. But, like, he's not going to win them games either. He's not that good. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. Man. They won the Big Ten and beat Ohio State for the first time ever. And, and I mean, obviously not ever, but for the first time in a very long time. And they're like, nah, you can transfer. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I know you were the quarterback. No loyalty to him. It's like, I know you were the quarterback when that happened, but we don't really like you that much. Even, so we're going to go to the it, other again, guy. Again, with that, with, especially with that first game, because you talk, yeah, their running game and defense won that game. Yeah. I, I mean, they did. I'm just saying. And that oh, they made the right decision, yeah. but you know, a lot of schools are going to be like, "Oh, well, this is the guy who won us. We have to." That's how Justin Fields ended up at Ohio State. Georgia made it to like the national championship game or something like that, got blew out, and the quarterback wasn't that good. But like, no, we have to be loyal to him because he got us to this place and that place. And Michigan was like, "Nah, bro, we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Have a good life. Yeah. Uh, we gonna go to JJ." We could do. We could do better. <laughs> we could do better uh, than that. Thank you for your service. Um, we'll make sure that you get your ring and all that good stuff. But uh, you can head out. Yeah. Pack up your locker. Um, see you, <laughs> we'll dude. see you when we see. You. Yeah. So, Hope you graduate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't making it to the league, my guy. Yeah, not at all. Not at all. All right, so let's let's switch let's switch here. A uh, couple of things to talk about for the rest of the show. We're going to do a small recap of the NFL draft, which I'm sure you all are tired of draft stuff by now. But maybe we're so far out that, like, people might have forgot. Kind of interested yeah. in, or something. Yeah. Or maybe not. Sorry if you're not. Uh, <laughs> and then we have a. We have a 2024 mock draft, which is so I want to preface this. Most people who do who actually know anything about the draft and like care about the draft and things like that, they preface their year out mock draft to say that these are it's essentially a big board. These are just 32 players that we want you to look out for. Right. 
Not that this is exactly what's going to happen. So don't take this that serious because every year there's someone that's not in a mock draft that ends up becoming a, uh, a first-round pick, and there's someone that's in it that falls out. Yeah. It's, it's just, just players we, to we, watch. We, we assume probably will go to the draft. We'll, right, we'll, and there uh, are a lot yeah. be, and who have the ability potentially to be first-round picks. And there are a lot of players in the Big Ten who have that ability next year, even more than this year. So that's why we're talking about it. Right. And then it's if I was in charge week uh, at Land Grant. So I wrote an article that should be coming out the same day that this comes out, talking about the five things that I would try to do in my first 90 days. Some of the things we've already talked about on this podcast, but we're just going to go over that really quick, especially because I think one of them is really, really fun and it would absolutely never happen. And we're, and we're going to end it with the NBA. I think I know which one you're talking about too. You do. You absolutely do. Um, and then we're going to end it with the NBA playoffs because we have to. I mean, we don't have to, but like, come on now. You know better. You know better. You know what we were doing. You know what you signed up for. Right. You came to listen to this podcast. Um, all right. So let's let's break down the NFL draft really quick. Uh, it's not, not, not too in-depth. Um, so there were nine players in the Big Ten drafted. Um, which I like to mention because everyone swears that the Big Ten sucks and they don't have any cap and and like they're like CJ Stroud isn't that good of a quarterback because he played in the Big Ten and not the SEC and all this other dumb stuff. And well, it's mostly yes. they'll say because he played for Ohio State because we all know. The, yeah, but the, people the, were also trying that. to be like, well, we don't know if he played good defenses. And it's like, have you ever watched college football? Wait, ever? hold on. <laughs> in when like top five top. Yes, Five yes, defenses in the country yes, were big teams. Yes, yes, or at least had yes. <laughs> all of them, but Georgia. <laughs> yes, <laughs> like yes, but that's yeah, because that, it was what point. Illinois, Michigan, Iowa, uh, and Georgia, was and then and Ohio State was in like Ohio. Yeah, yeah, like, like it was up there. Yeah, all right. <laughs> Exactly. Sure. So um, they tied the SEC, and obviously we know that, that happens SEC almost has, every year. It's either yeah. one of us wins or it's tied. Yep, and next year, which is why we're talking about it, the Big Ten should have more total uh, drafted in the first round. Um, the SEC always has more drafted total, but honestly, I think a part of that is when you get to the sixth and seventh round, they just like he played in the SEC, he's good, let's draft him because mm. they don't know much. But about I the think guys. I think last um, year's draft, Big Ten had the most draft total out of uh, all. No, it was the it was the SEC. It was the SEC still. They've mm. had the most for like 10 straight drives. Mm. But I think the Big Ten either had more or tied them in the first round. It's basically it was more in the first round. Happened. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was more yeah. in the first round. It was more in the first what's round. What's happening is like the first three rounds, which is the really important round, the Big Ten and the SEC are normally like neck and neck. Yeah. And then four through seven, which is I think some players are getting the SEC bump, that's kind of where you're getting. And that's kind of where you're getting that. Makes that. Sense. You know, yeah. the SEC starts to take Which is over funny because like what I would start doing, at least in those rounds, and I've seen the Steelers do, is start looking at other ACC, looking yeah. at those Big 12, things like that. Looking at Mac schools, different things. Like, oh, yeah. you're probably a good yeah. player. You just didn't get the exposure. You yeah. had that hunger. Like, yeah, I would, me too. Um, and that's also, we've talked about this a little if bit. You in the, if you in the SEC and I'm in the seventh round and you ain't been drafted yet, oh, okay. Yeah, you're probably yeah. not him. <laughs> yeah, and, and we've talked about this before, too. And I know no one really takes it serious, but we get it. Um, that's the that's the kind of rounds where if I'm Pittsburgh, if I'm Baltimore, if I'm Cleveland, if I'm, well, 
maybe not Indy because of the dome. If I'm Minnesota, if I'm some of these places, Detroit, oh no, Detroit has to go. Green Bay, yeah. anybody in New York? You knew exactly yeah. what I was saying. Yeah, I'm looking at I'm looking at the Mac. I'm looking at the Big Ten. I'm looking at some of these places because I need players that know how to play in the cold. Yep. I need players that, like, in the first, second, third round, I'm just going to get a dog no matter where he came from. But, like, once you start four, five, six, you start to get them special teams players. If you ain't never played special teams in the snow, I'm, I'm looking at the Big Ten. I'm looking at the MAC. I'm looking at I'm looking at some of these cold conferences mm-hmm. if I'm these players because I don't want no dude that, that, that's from Florida, played in Florida, and is going to have to play on special teams to make a career to be trying to do that in freaking Chicago. Yeah. Yeah, but that's yeah, just me. Yeah, no, I mean, see, even Seattle, Seattle, because yeah. you got the, the their cold and it'd be rainy. Yeah, in New England. Yep. Yeah. So, Man, but I, I mean, hey, you know, they don't, they don't, they the don't league. pay me. <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I honestly, it is most of the league. Most of the league. Uh, all the new stadiums are getting domes, but a lot of the older ones are open. Stadiums. And I think that might be dumb on a lot of teams' parts. Because that weather so, is an advantage. I agree, but do you know why they're doing it? More fans. It has nothing to do with sports. Nope. It has everything to do. So think about what SoFi just opened up. And right. Think about what's happened there already. They've hosted a Super Bowl. I think they've hosted the oh. draft. They've had multiple big concerts. It's for they the had, Okay. Um, yep, they, like. Uh, if they haven't already had the NCAA tournament, I'm pretty sure they're getting the NCAA tournament. It's for the events. That's why Chicago's doing it because they're like, we're Chicago. We're the city of Chicago. Yeah. There's no reason why we shouldn't be able to get the draft. We shouldn't be able to get the Super Bowl. We shouldn't be able to get all these kind of things. And you can't get that when it's cold weather. And now, I mean, they and now had, it helps that your quarterback was like, man, it's cold here. Yeah. And they had a my mind. Yeah. You played they at Ohio State. Right. Come on, bro. They had a college football playoff game. The, they had the final game in Indianapolis, which is a dome. Mm-hmm. And people complained about the weather because when the game wasn't happening, it was cold when they were going out to get their beer. Yeah. So, like, that, like, yeah. yeah. So, they're not doing it really for football. They're and I can see, and and I can see money. for it, like you can have more fans come in because now you're not yeah. sitting in the snow that, hitting yep. you, yeah, yeah. And okay. and then because think about it, when the Warriors opened up their new place, they still hadn't fully built it, nope. and they had two, like they had like two years of events booked. Yeah, they they just finished. They yeah. just finished either just at the and beginning they, of the season or at the end of last something season, something like that. Yeah, yeah. and they had. They had years of events booked yeah. already. Okay, so yeah. that yeah, that's what it. that's why they're getting. I'm, the I'm a they fan of domes, but I get it. Like Pittsburgh, Cleveland, all those places, even Chicago, Buffalo, yeah. they should probably keep a dome. Buffalo off. needs to get a dome because at least once every couple of years, they Buffalo have a, a huge, stupid. Yeah, but they have to move it. Yeah, they probably be the only one I can. Them and the Jets because they play in yeah. the same field or the same arena. Yeah, and it's like it's cool because like when you get you know. No, the Jets don't play. The Jets, Jets play, play, play the in the same place as the Giants, yeah. 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 Um, in New Jersey. They don't yeah, even play yeah. in New York. <laughs> <laughs> in New Jersey. Um, so, yeah. So, I mean, that's that's why they do it. It's really about the extra money. Because you think about it, like me and um, uh, we're going to see Beyonce. And we're actually, it's funny you mentioned that. We're going to MetLife in New Jersey. But they can only do stadium tours in the summer. 
Yeah. People do stadium tours in the winter. And um, she has gone to see Beyonce before. She said it was a good experience. But when she was at Soldier Field to see Beyonce, it started raining. Mm. Like, she, like, it was just, you know, I, don't, I mean, it, it, she said it was a cool experience because it was during the Prince tribute and she was singing Purple Rain and it started to rain. So Prince was up there fucking with the weather. Like that shit, I'm sure that I'm sure that shit. I'm sure the shit was dope. Right. But it did rain on them. Yeah. No, I get, okay. It's not a dome. So yeah. you know, people. Not everyone's gonna be like, "Oh, this was so cool." People are gonna be pissed. So, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 I, I, I can see that. Whether that we like sense. it or not. Oh, that means Cleveland money. might end up getting a dome because I think they just got approved. Yeah. For uh, renovations, been... which makes no sense, they just did renovations like three years ago. Three so or four I, years thought ago. That, I thought I thought Cleveland was trying to get a whole new stadium. Either or, it's either or. But I know it got approved for something. Okay, so I did see that. that I think the city of Cleveland was trying to keep them by coming up with ways to make the stadium a dome, and Cleveland was trying to move. They were trying to leave trying again. To yeah, well, they, I mean, not, they were, try, they weren't trying to leave the state. They were trying to, like, they just wouldn't be in the city of Cleveland. Cause, like, right now they're downtown. So, like, the Bears, their stadium's not going to be in the city of Chicago no more. Because the city of Chicago wouldn't give them the money to get the stadium. So they're moving to a suburb. Oh, okay. I think the Browns okay. are trying to move to a suburb. suburb of yeah. Cleveland. Which is, okay, which is so, which pisses me off more. That's a whole different topic we could get in another day. But I've, yeah. I've, okay, okay. Real, real quick, though, real quick, real quick, real quick, real quick. Why does it piss you off, though? Because traffic on game days is the fucking worst. No, 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 sir. Asking a city. As oh, a billionaire. Yeah, yeah. Okay. For the We're money to We're do this, yeah. pisses no, no, no. me off. Yeah, because it because tur- it turns into us paying for a stadium yeah, yeah, that yeah, a yeah, billionaire yeah, yeah. could have done. Yeah, no, 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 no. Yeah. We're locked in. I got you. Yeah. I thought you were talking about them trying to leave. I'm like, bro, I've been up there on game day. There's no parking. It's miserable. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. yeah. No, I'll, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But like, no, I, my, you were talking about asking the city for money. I got you. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, um, nine picks in the draft. C.J. Stroud went number two to the Texans. Uh, thankfully, finally, someone actually did something that made sense. I still would have taken him number one. We don't have to relitigate that. All I know is I was, was getting gonna, so tired. It was be either or, for real. For yeah, real. I was getting so tired of the, he has a bad ST score. He, the, like, just making up <laughs> stories about it. Hey, like, no, but know. that score was kind of ridiculously but bad. I'm, 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 yeah, but I'm pretty sure the owner of the score said that it wasn't true. Like, oh. the owner of the test was like, that's not true. Okay, but nobody talked about that because it's not interesting. Yeah, because I wanted because like I I had a conversation with somebody and we both was like I wonder what's on that test for him to get such well, a bad. Well, score. also, so if from what I that heard, that was the, the truth. From what I heard, first of all, he said he said something really funny. He said, "I, I play football. I don't. I don't do tests. tests. Yeah, I don't play tests. <laughs> it sounded like yeah. what's the name from Ohio? Yep. State see, uh, yep. yep. <laughs> um. Uh. But <sighs> yeah, the so what I've heard is that um. Cardell Jones. That's his name. So, again, and I always like to say I heard because I'm not saying that this is my opinion because I don't know. I heard it's essentially a glorified video game. Like, it's not like the test that they already do. It's like a they said it's like a glorified video game. And so it's like they're in there testing to see if they're good at Call of Duty. <laughs> like, what? Like, <laughs> like, it's not, yeah, it's like a, it's like some kind of like reaction thing. 
but it's like video game. But it's I don't know. Like I said, I don't know exactly, but that's just like kind of what I heard from people who like look. Oh, if that's the, the case, man, NFL, like we can just stop doing that shit. Yeah, and, <laughs> but and especially especially because even if it was true, you've watched him play. His tape shows anticipation. His yeah, tape can, shows can, throwing the ball before receivers are open and, and throwing yeah, yeah. receivers open and things like that. But yeah, yeah. so I, I was so tired of like the negative. Like, if you want to draft Bryce Young, fine. I wouldn't, but if you want to do that, that's not an issue. Like, if you want to say Bryce Young does some things that he doesn't do, cool. Just like regular game tape stuff, fine. But when you like, they started bringing up this story. I don't know if you heard it. So he was supposed to go to the Manning quarterback camp. He told them in advance he wasn't going to come because Ohio State was having a youth camp. He was throwing a youth camp with his team. Right. You want team bonding. You want to actually affect your community. And they were like, oh, he didn't show up to the Manning camp. He told them the day of or the night before. So he's not reliable. You can't treat the Mannings like that. Yes, you can. What? Yes, you can. First of all, that's not what happened. And secondly, says who? He was it's not like he skipped the Manning camp to go to the club. He was doing a football camp in his community with the youth. And like, it's just a camp. It's a camp, bro. Yeah, it's, like it's like what yes, do you, you want the dude to do? Yes, so it was it was a lot. Anybody was a lot can go to the Manning camp, so like Yeah. It was a quarterback. Like stop, yeah. All right, bro. We're it was a lot of really stupid stuff to just try to get him out of here. But the Texans saw the light, got him number two. So, whatever. Uh, Devin Witherspoon. Uh, well, this is not Big Ten, but um, they all Texans just kind of thought it was interesting. They also traded their future next year uh, to get Will Anderson at number three. Um, how uh, did you feel about that? Hey. <laughs> I've seen the Texans make a lot of crazy decisions before. It just looked like the Texans beating the Texans to me. Yeah. So I didn't like it, and here's why. For what they essentially gave up a haul that they give up for quarterbacks, essentially, to get that. Mm-hmm. And to make that trade worth it, he has to be Nick Bosa. He has to be Joey Bosa. He has to be TJ Watt. He's got to be JJ Watt. Like that, he has to be. Uh, he got to be Miles. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. Miles Garrett. Like, that's the level he has to reach. Shoot. Almost Aaron Donald, needs, for real. Yeah. He needs to win Defensive Player of the Year, rookie, Defensive Rookie of the Year, even if they never give the Defensive Player of the Year to a rookie, even if they are. But he needs to win Defensive Rookie of the Year. He needs to be a 10 sack guy immediately. He needs to have a Micah Parsons impact. Micah Parsons was an impact immediately. And if he's not that, if he's not that, you already lost the trade because that pick is going to be – because they're most likely going to be bad. It's based on Super Bowl odds, which obviously you have to play the game. Based on Super Bowl odds, they gave up the number two pick, right? They have a quarterback. If they were bad this year and they had the number one or the number two pick, they could get three first-round picks and secure their future for yeah. that pick. Because yeah. they don't need a quarterback, and next year is going to be a quarterback-heavy draft with C.J. Williams, with Drake May, um, with J.J. McCarthy, with um, if he has a good year, the dude from Miami whose name I can't think of right now. Oh yeah, because he just because he was hurt, he got hurt. So yeah, yeah, and and he also had a really bad uh, offensive coordinator, the dude from Michigan, who ruined him. Um, true, Quinn true. Ewers might come out if he has a good season. I already said Michael Penix Jr. Um, you just have a lot of options at quarterback. So it's going to be a very heavy quarterback draft. And so you're missing your chance at leveraging your future by getting this guy. So you're saying he's going to be top 10 defensive lineman in the league instantly. He's going to be a generational player. 
And even if he's good, right? Even if he has Jadavian Clowney's career, it wasn't worth it. No, not for Jadavian Clowney. Because then all you did was... But, but that's a solid yeah. career, but it's not that career. No. Nah. Because we've talked about it before. Well, I don't even Jadavian know. Jadavian Clowney is a bust for a number one pick. Not as a player, but for what he was hyped up to be, he never lived up to that. I'd even say as a player. I ain't gonna lie to you. Okay. All right, that's fine. I wasn't gonna go that far, but either way, so if he has Jadavian Clowney's career, he's a bust. He needs all pros. He needs, uh, he has to win a defensive rookie of the year. Not rookie of the year, I already said that. He's got to win a defensive player of the year at some at point. At some career. point, at some point, you're going to have to beat out. Because eventually, TJ, Miles, and all them, Aaron Donald's been talking about retiring for yeah. the past three years. So, yeah, you have to at some point. You're going to have to beat out Micah. And, I, and, and at this I don't point, think the Bosa's are going to win a, a defensive player of the year because of TJ and Miles. But and, and well, Nick just won it this year. Oh, that's because what's Didn't the name I heard? Hmm. I mean, he had 17 sacks or something crazy. Ain't nothing compared to the AFC North. Bro. Hey, okay. No. Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> All right. Anyway, anyway, but but to your point though, at this point, you get 14 sacks, and it's like, well, it was okay. You're like number six in the league. <laughs> we got like how the hell are we at the point where there are five or six guys getting averaging 16, 16 to twenty a year? Yeah, like that. Even while missing games, me. while missing games because of injury, yeah. he's still like explain there. that to me. Mm. So it's like he has to be at his. First and now you got an extra 10, game. You 11, definitely yep. need thirteen. You need his thirteen first, in your first year. Like like that's what he's got to be. And 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 then again, it's Super Bowl odds, but like. Where it's projected right now, where it's projected right now, the Cardinals could have the number one and number two pick because um, their quarterback, Kyler Murray, is going to miss some games. He's either injured or suspended. I don't remember which one, but he's going to miss some games. And so, I, think it's they're, injured. They're, I don't think he did anything to get suspended. I, I it's probably injured. I can't remember. Yeah. Um, so he's going to miss part of the season. So you just gave up the number two pick. It could go to the Cardinals, who could do either one of two things. Let's say that the odds are right. Let's say the Cardinals get number one, two, or they, let's just say they get two top five picks. You know what that means? The Cardinals just got C.J. Williams, Drake May, and or Drake May, and they got Marvin Harrison Jr. Yeah, if that's they want you, to. You, if they want to. Yeah, they can still they, trade away picks. They can trade it yeah, and, get and get more. <laughs> like you, like you mortgage your future for. And I'm not saying he's not worth it, but it's hard to meet that bargain. It's hard for quarterbacks to meet that, and you put that on a defensive player. Yeah, he gonna have to make an impact immediately, especially with a team that just needs everything. Oh man, yeah. yeah. Mm. And the Texans who had JJ Watt. You had, and again, you brought him up, oh. but they had, uh, uh, God. They had Jadavion Clowney, yeah. yeah. Which, again. And they were Yeah, wow. His career really did kind of bust him, if I'm, really, I'm thinking about it. it mm. Yeah. Compared yeah. to what he should have been, mm. yeah. But, like, again, you, you've had, yeah, they, and they, but, and I'm thinking about the I, Texans. The Texans the just about everything. everything. They should And the reason and the reason why I like to use Jadavian Watt is he was a generational talent, everyone said. And has he ever had ten sacks in a career? Jadavian Clowney? Yeah. And a season, I'm sorry. I don't if think he's so. done, it's only one think, It was early. Only, it was early and it was yeah. because because he was JJ. playing next to JJ Watt. Yeah. Yeah. He, he didn't even get ten sacks next to Miles Garrett. Nope. There was times I forgot he was on the field. So, yeah, it's like, so, 
I mean, that's, that was a bust. That was a bust. And they didn't have to trade nothing to get him. So it's like, you have to be, you have to be TJ. You got to be JJ. You got to be Miles. You got to be Nick and Joey. Like, no, you can, I'm sorry. Like, I love Joey Bosa, but Joey's been injured a lot. You can't be Joey. You got like, because you also can't get injured because there's nobody else on the team. I don't know, man. I don't know. Uh, okay. So number five, uh, Devin Witherspoon, our guy from uh, Illinois. Yeah. First corner off the board, as he should have been. I uh, was taking number five to the Seahawks. Yeah. Sick. I thought I thought y'all had a chance, but I no chance at all. Number I five. Did, um, at number six, Paris Johnson Jr. went to the Cardinals. I think that's a great pick. I think they needed yeah, that was uh, good. whoever it was, whether I, I mean whether it was Paris, whether it was Project Jones, whether it was the guy from Tennessee whose name I keep forgetting, whichever one it was, they needed a tackle. Uh, yeah, so they that did. That was a good yeah. pick. Uh, Peter Scranazzi, I put Northwestern. Peter Scranazzi went number 11 to Green Bay. No, they... Hold on. Tennessee Titans. He went to the Titans uh, at 11. And then um, Lucas Van Ness went 13 to Iowa. Jack Campbell went 18 to the Lions. Just a terrible pick. Terrible, terrible pick. Just horrible. It's... Ugh. I, I don't even I have no words. <clears throat> JSN went twenty to the Seahawks. That is a great pick. It was a really uh, good. They pick. have Tyler Lockett and um, what is that dude's name? Um, DK Metcalf. That's his name. Yeah. <clears throat> and then you're gonna throw him into the slot. Oh, that's a that is a nasty wide receiver core. Uh, this one is maybe a surprise. I thought he was good. I knew he was going to get drafted high. I didn't think first round. But once you get later first round, it's about kind of like your pick and how the draft laid out. Uh, Deontay yeah. Banks, corner from Maryland, went uh, 24 to the Giants. Yeah, um, he, was, and, he was good. I didn't think he'd be a first round, but yeah. Yeah, like it's like I don't think he was that far from it. Like he was, in my opinion, he was probably a second rounder. But the way the draft fell out, this, that, and the third, maybe they really liked him. Whatever happened, he sneaks in at twenty four. That's cool with me. And then the last of the nine, Mozzie Smith went number twenty six to the Cowboys. And I, you know, I'm gonna still throw him in there because usually that number pick at uh, what was it, thirty one. 32. There's usually 32 yeah. picks in the first round. So I still think Joey Porter is a first round pick. Yes, I know he's a second round pick, but Joey Porter went to my team, 32, which is usually the last pick in the first round, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. So we'll say 10, 10 guys, in the, even if you want to like, don't want to call him a first rounder, but you want to show the significance, they had 10 guys in the first 32 picks. Yeah. Just call it that. that yep. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But yeah, for, or if you want to call him a first rounder, because I really don't care because yeah. he should have been. Yeah, it, it just threw me off that when the first the first round ended at 30, 31. I was like, wait, what? What's going yeah, on? So the, the Dolphins got a pick suspended. taken from him. Yeah. Yeah, for something. The coaching thing. Right? Yeah. Yeah, if not. Was if, it was it the they got a lot of coaching things. Was it the was it the the firing of him? It was or, the, oh, it was the it was, it was the, trying to pay money to tank, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. Or oh, wait, wait, or was it or was it the Tom Brady thing? 
didn't they tamper with Tom Brady? Oh my goodness. There's a lot of stuff that happened. It, I don't wow, Miami was, was really <laughs> fucking up. <laughs> yeah, it was it was one of those. It was fire. I think it was the Tom Brady thing though. I think okay. it was the Tom Brady thing. I think they only yeah. got fined like a lot for trying to have him tanker. Okay. One of them. One of them, but they, they lost the they lost we, the first round pick. Miami so. did like four things in one year to get <laughs> literally. Uh it makes you think, what is Washington doing? <laughs> you know what they're doing. Bro, they, they're t- they got they got naked pictures of cheerleaders, they're taping them, sexual assault, sexual harassment. Mm. They're uh supposedly they tampered with um Andrew Luck. Did you yes, see that? Yes, they did. They reached I did out to that. Andrew Luck to see if he wanted to play quarterback again. Yeah. Uh, and for people who don't know why that matters, when you retire still on a contract, your rights belong to the team you retired from. And yeah. he still had like four years left on his contract. Um, <laughs> what else? Oh, oh, they were the recipient. And let's be honest, they also sent them of racist emails with the Raiders coach. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the question is, what weren't they doing? That's very true. I'm so glad they're selling that to you. Man. <laughs> It's like I feel like I'm I feel like I'm missing some stuff. They oh. lied to Congress. Whatever you whatever you could do wrong, they did it. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Oh boy. God. So this is yeah, it's bad. Man, that dance night is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then and then he got away with it. He got away with it. He's about to get paid. <laughs> his punishment is seven billion dollars. Oh, poor him. Oh how no. is he how is he gonna hold on? Ray Mysterio got kids in wrestling? Yes, Dominic is old enough to wrestle, yes. What the hell? <laughs> and why he's so big? He told his hell. He told his hell. <laughs> no, oh, you didn't see the tweet where, uh, because they made they made fun of that. So remember when they had the storyline in, in wrestling where like Eddie Guerrero was fighting for the custody of uh Dominic, yeah, with Ray. Yes, they had a uh-huh. so they brought that story back when Dominic started wrestling and had Dominic talking about he, he that Eddie Guerrero was his real dad and stuff. Like no way, <laughs> yeah. Wrestling is ruining families. That's hilarious. They're like, hey, so you know your pops to do that raised you? Uh, let's say he wasn't your dad for promotion. <laughs> Even though you have his last name. <laughs> yeah, let's 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 do that. Um, so yeah, no, I'm bro. sorry for the I'm sorry for the random outbursts. For the people listening, I'm always trying to find things to watch, like in the background. And the YouTube TV and different things are messing up. And I have Peacock, so I'm I like I've I've seen a lot of cool things about wrestling, and I'm like, oh, wrestling might be back in their bag, especially because they finally admitted it's fake, which means you can just enjoy it without being lied to. Yeah, like we all knew it was fake, we just didn't want to be lied to. Yeah. Now we're like, okay, it's fake, cool. Well, let's just enjoy it because they're good athletes, and it's for the it's good bad acting. Like yeah. they're such good actors, they're bad at it, and it's like it's interesting. Sometimes. So I'm watching the last wrestling thing, Backlash or whatever, and I'm just I look up and I see like freaking Mysterio and I see him in the mask. I see this curly head, tall ass dude. I'm like, what the hell? Like, yep, that's Dominic. That's, so that, that's that <laughs> little boy. <laughs> yep. Which is crazy to me because I think if I was a kid and I was part of a, a, a fake custody battle story for the WWE, the last thing I'm doing. 
be a wrestler and yeah. being a WWE yeah. superstar. Yeah. Like, mm-mm. so hold on. So the last thing I got to say about wrestling before we go to break and we, and we wrap up the show. Did you see the video of uh, uh, Rakishi's kids? Nah, but so I know they're like Rikishi, cousins. to what's the name? Hold on, no, no, no. They're cousins to everyone. Yeah. <laughs> if no, no, dead ass. They broke down the family tree. Yeah. They broke it down, and there's one guy. I don't remember his name, but he's the father-in-law of because Dwayne the the Rock's dad is black. His yeah. mom is the one that's Samoan. Yeah. So he is the father-in-law of the Rock because he's his, but his mom didn't wrestle, and then everyone else is direct blood descendants. Rikishi is his son. Someone else is his son. A couple other people. Then there's a bunch of cuts. Like, literally, essentially, any Samoan who has ever wrestled <laughs> is all related. Because I think Umanga uh, is related and, to and The Rock in yes, Rikishi. Yeah. I'm telling you, they broke it down. Whose brothers, who's whose son, who's whose cousin. Men, women, all of them. If they are Samoan and wrestling and they have a name, they're all related. Yep, because the Uso the brothers, the yes, Uso brothers yes. are related to Rakishi and The Rock, and so is yes. uh, Roman Reigns. Like, yep, all yep. of them are related. They're all, and it, it's all one guy, an older wrestler. For, I can't remember his name, but I watched it. They literally, and then they missed people. They forgot to name The Rock. <laughs> the editors added it in at because the, there were so many people that they, they named his dad, they yeah. named the Rock's dad, but they forgot to name him because there's so many people in the, literally anyone of Samoan descent and wrestling is related. And I know normally when you say something like that, it's like racist or bigoted. No, no, no. In this case, it's true. They're all from the same family. They yeah. all have the same. It's like at it's the generation literally all related. <laughs> the generation that's in wrestling now, I think it's their great grandfather. That, that that yes no 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 it's their grandpa because it's because the the Uso brothers I think are Rikishi's son and it's Rikishi's dad so it's their grandpa yeah it's their grandpa yeah yeah so their grandpa fathered a whole generation of wrestlers <laughs> they're just all related because I remember I remember the first time I saw the Uso brothers, and I was like, "Why do they look so familiar to me?" And somebody was like, "Cause that's, those are Rakishi's sons." And I was like, "Get out of here! <laughs> like, how old am I?" <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was so. like, "Is that why Roman Reigns looks familiar to me?" They're like, "Yes." Yes. And I, and, 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 and you, you know what's crazy? I think what's the name is also maybe a part of their family. Aquaman. Ooh. I, th- uh, I think he's also a he, part of the family. Momoa? Yeah, I think he's also part of the family somehow. I, I think he's. I, I don't. Know. I think he's like a distant cousin, cousin or something. That now that would be crazy. Yeah, that would be like okay. What are we doing here, bro? Like, <laughs> why are we? Why are we doing this? Shit, I might be a part of their family. <laughs> <laughs> Go get my right, Samoan on. tattoo soon. Okay, hold on. Let me see. I'm sorry that this that this. Speaking of wrestling, though, somebody okay. sent me the top ten best wrestlers of all time. Guess who's number one? Who? Hulk freaking Hogan. All right, get out of here. So it's, this is hard <laughs> to see. It's hard to see. So I'm gonna mess hey, up. Yo, man. Like, but it's hold on. They got Ric Flair in front of John Cena, which is crazy to me. 
But then you have Ric Flair in front of Shawn Michaels, The Undertaker, and Triple H. And then Andre the Giant is number seven. Are we serious? Randy Orton's not on. I'm not mad at Bret Hart. Oh, this is according to Chat GPT. Oh, I don't give a fuck um, now. Never mind. I don't care now. Not you. Not you. Really, I was about to get mad. I just looked at it. I just looked at it. And said according to Chat GPT. Yeah, I don't care now. <laughs> I don't care. That list is fraudulent. Oh man, I'm so. I found the video, but this video doesn't have them. Like, it's not the one where someone actually like wrote the name. Like, actually like wrote the family tree. Now this is really inspiring, but it's like I really wanted. I really wanted to say the names because anyone who grew up on wrestling around our age, like it's it's crazy. All right, we're gonna have to take a break. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna be able to find it. This is bad podcasting anyway. <laughs> um, <clears throat> so it's Dominic just threw you off. <laughs> yeah. So the 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 head guy is Peter Maeva. That name sounds familiar. So he's a older he's an older wrestler, um, and he is essentially like the grandfather of a lot of this shit. So he's also he's how the Rock is in it. He's Rocky Johnson's um, father in law. Yeah, and then and then there's um, his blood. His brother, so these would be his nephews, but his brother didn't wrestle. It looks like Afa Anaye and Sika Anaye. I remember those that, names. Yeah, and that that led to La Smooth, Manu, Samu, uh, Yokozana, who was Samoan, but they had acting like he was Asian. Yeah, yeah. Um, Black Pearl, Rosie, Roman Lucky. Tonga Kid, Rakishi, Umaga, and The Rock. Umaga, yeah. And then there's the Uso Brothers, and this doesn't even name the people, like, this doesn't have Roman Reigns on it, nor does it have, there's one or two girls who are Samoan who are in this family, Mm -hmm. and there's uh, someone else, like, this doesn't have the whole thing. Um, But yeah, so it's crazy. It's crazy. Anyway, someone was <laughs> over the whole WWE and they, they really yeah. didn't even notice for real. Yeah, it's crazy. All right. So <clears throat> anyway, I don't know how we got on that. I know how we got on it, but whatever. Hey. So we're going to take a, a quick break. When we come back, we're going to run through the, uh, the 2024 mock draft. We're going to run through <clears throat> if I was in charge, which we won't stay on long because most of this we've talked about. There's really just one thing we really haven't talked about. And then we're going to finish it up with the NBA playoffs. So we will be right back. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Land Grant Podcast Network's I-7 Football Show. As always, I'm your host, Jordan. I'm here with Dante. We're an hour and 14 minutes into it. (laughs) We've spiraled a bunch because we haven't podcasted in like a month. And so we don't know how to keep order anymore. Yeah, we don't know how to do that anymore. (laughs) <laughs> if you're still listening, I hope it means you enjoyed it, including um, our random wrestling. But like, if you're our age, I know you enjoyed the wrestling thing yeah. because you cannot tell me you were a boy that was born in 92, 93, 94, 95, 96, 97, maybe even 98, and grew up around wrestling, who grew up around 
The Rock and Rey Mysterio and um, and Batista and Shawn Michaels and all those storylines and all those things that were happening. Uh, the Undertaker, Kane, like there's no way you grew up in that time and you didn't like wrestling. Especially the Attitude Era. Like, like you can't yeah. tell me you didn't like yeah. wrestling a little bit. Yeah, that, just a little bit. You grew up with some of it. You definitely yeah, know like, you know about it. You know you least. saw McMahon tear both his quads. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you, def- you definitely know about uh, uh, Stone Cold hitting uh, Vince McMahon with the... Uh, what is that? What's that thing called in the hospital that they, they have you use the bathroom in? Uh, oh, I can't think of the name. A colossally bag? No, no, it's a pan. It's like a metal pan. Oh, the the, the pan, not the. Uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, he, um, hit, him, he yeah. hit him over the head with one of them. <laughs> yeah, it's just a bedpan. Yes, that's what it's called, bedpan. Yeah, yeah. he he like, hit, he punched him in his leg, broken leg, and hit him over the head with his bedpan. Man, that was bro, great. They created the Hell in the Cell match in our generation. Like that had never happened before. And I think it was the Undertaker that had the first. It was Undertaker, it was Undertaker and Kane. Yeah, and Kane. It was the first ever Hell in the Cell match. Like that was us. You tell. Okay, come on, stop yeah. it, yeah. stop it. You liked it a little bit. You may you, not have loved it. John Cena chain game. Like bit. you was there. Yeah, come, on, <laughs> yeah. come on, you you liked it a little bit. Way before that's you became actually, a lot more politically correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, that's actually one of my favorite things about what's going on right now is because they finally admitted it's fake. They have so much better content. And yeah. so they're having the wrestlers do documentaries about some of the biggest like storylines and how that stuff happened and things like that. Like, um, I don't remember who it was. I think it was the undertaker maybe, but one of the really crazy ladder matches, I don't remember exactly who it was. They literally talked about it. And the dude who got thrown through three tables, you remember what I'm talking about? I think I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. I don't remember exactly. Mick Foley? It. No, it wasn't Mick Foley. Mm. Um, it was, uh, hold on, hold on. Was it, um, was it, it wasn't Batista. Okay, I don't remember. It was one of the dudes with long hair. Regardless, whoever it was, right? They were talking about it, and they had ended it, right? Like, in the script, they had ended it, and he was like, nah, we have to do better than this. Like, they need a... This is a crazy match. We've had a really long buildup. We need to have a better ending. So he put in there that he gets thrown from three tables that are stacked on top of each other. And he was like, I trusted him. It was Cena, right? It was I don't know. That way. sounds like a Mick Foley thing. It uh, sounds like a Mick Foley thing. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'm pretty sure it was. that or Jeff Hardy. <laughs> I don't remember. I don't remember off the top of my head, but I do. I do remember seeing Mick Foley go through three tables at the top of a hell of a cell from the Undertaker. It was a choke slam. Um, was it Mick Foley? But it was well, off a ladder. It was off a ladder. Then that sounds like a Jeff. Three. It sounds like a Jeff Hardy thing too. I can't think of it though. Maybe Edge Christian. No, nah, it wouldn't be it Christian. It wouldn't be Christian. Was it the Undertaker and Mankind? Which is a which Either is way. Mick Foley. Right, you're right. Okay. Either way, I don't remember. Either way, I don't remember. It may have been that one. I don't remember. 
regardless, they were like, oh, well, it may have been that one. You might be right. Um, so anyway, he was like, listen, I really like, we need to end better than what we have scripted. He's super accurate. I know he's, I know that he's going to make sure I land in the right spot. He's going to take care of me. He volunteered to be tossed off a ladder through three tables so that they had a good ending for a, a tables, ladders, and chair match. Yeah. Oh, I like might have the, like that table. That might be you would never you would never know about that kind of stuff if they didn't admit it that it was fake. Yeah, or or um Edge Edge talked about his match with Mick Foley and it was a table sliders and chair match and Mick Foley set the table on fire and told and told Edge to spear him through the table. And I remember Edge talking about that in uh, in a uh, documentary about that match and I was like and he was like, I just remember getting up like, are we both on fire right now? <laughs> that Big Foley a bad man. That's a that for somebody who definitely doesn't get paid a lot, he, he gave his all for that company. Bravo to him. Man, he really Chad G so, Hulk. There's a yeah. <laughs> Like bro, Hulk Hogan was was dope, but he wasn't the greatest, uh, the greatest wrestler of all time. Yeah, it was Edge John Cena. Edge John Cena. Oh, okay. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was, it was, it was the fu through the three tables at the top of the. Uh, yes. Yep. Yes. I remember that yep. match. I remember yep. that match. Yes, and, bro, and that was Edge, amazing. Yeah, and Edge. Um, what? Because Edge was the older one, and because mm-hmm. that that era was really big for older wrestlers helping younger wrestlers get the spotlight. Like, um, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, what's the guy who's who's running WWE right now? Triple H. Uh, Triple H, he helped Batista get the spotlight when mm-hmm. they're like, oh, I'm training Batista and then I'm going to treat him like shit and then Batista's going to turn his back on me and beat me. Like, it was a lot of, like, older guys reaching out to newer guys. The Undertaker did that with Kane, et cetera, et cetera. Because they uh, to, evolution did it for Batista yeah. and Randy Orton. And, yeah. Yep. Yep. And so Edge wanted John Cena to have a moment, so he volunteered to get put through three tables. That's right. He hit him with the F U right up. Because yeah. they were because they were going, they were at the top grabbing. I think yes. that was for the championship belt. It was. They were yep, it was. And he flipped him over, grabbed the belt, won the championship. Yeah. Yep. So, like, again, you don't get that. Like, that kind of stuff is cool. You don't get that kind of stuff without them admitting that it's fake. Like, that's, a, that's like, really cool. And it's like, look, bro, I don't care. It's fake. You got put through three tables. I'm some not a, doing that. Some of it's a bit real. Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> like the, the script may be fake, but the pain is real. The like, pain is real. Because y'all have some real Cena, injuries. Yeah, John Cena legit tore his pectoral muscle right off the bone. Like, I remember yeah. him, him talking about that one. Yeah, like uh, yeah. people have legitimately been on fire because they didn't step back far enough, or different yep. because you can't control fire. Like, yeah. yeah. So, or I mean, there's been four deaths that I can think of in the ring. Yeah, which is also really sad. But like, yeah, yeah. Like, like like this, it's real. it's yeah. dangerous. Like, it's real. Yeah. The pain yeah. is real. I promise. You. The only thing that's not real is actually the punches and kicks. Yeah, <laughs> and, and and who and who wins? <laughs> oh, true. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so, okay, anyway, 2024 uh, mock draft. So, again, for anyone complains, 
This is just a who to watch for. And this is a Big Ten podcast. There's like 50, there's 13 players from the Big Ten in this. And I feel like we need to talk about this because we're going to talk about players to talk about. I know we don't know everything, but some of you come to this show for our knowledge and expertise, and we really, really appreciate that. So this is us giving to you. If you want some players to look for next year who might be really good, who might be pro players, this is the list from a, a, a someone that I trust, a, the NFL draft expert, who's not Mel Kuyper because he's trash. Um, so the mock draft, like I said, there's 13 Big Ten players. Um, at number two, and I'm not putting the teams that they go to because the team order is going to be different, and that literally doesn't matter. I'm just yeah. only putting the position that he put him in. Essentially just treating it like a big board. So at number two, he had Marvin Harrison Jr., wide receiver, Ohio State. At number three, he had Olu Fashanu, offensive tackle, Penn State. He's number good. 11, yeah, very good. They said he would have been the first tackle taken this year if he, if he came out. Yeah. And he didn't because he was 19, and his mom wanted him to get a degree. Which is that's that's fair. fair. He's yeah. nineteen. Yeah, he's <laughs> you don't need to go um, just yet. Yeah, number eleven is um, JTT JT Tuomalalu Ed from Ohio State. Number twelve Donovan Jackson guard from Ohio State. Number fifteen JJ McCarthy quarterback Michigan. Personally, I think that's a little high, it's but a lot he's high. yeah, he's I, I mean I'd have him around twenty he, something. Yeah, I, I personally I don't know that I if, unless he has a really good year I don't. Oh, know he's definitely not a first round pick. Yeah, he's not. Uh, a he is a quarterback. Pick. He's at Michigan. That's whatever. Yeah. Um, sixteen. They have Kalen King. He's a cornerback from. He's good. Uh, Penn State, and I can't wait for him to leave because good God, having him and Joey Porter Jr. Like why? And then on top of that, they had the two safeties who both got mm-hmm. drafted, and Jair mm-hmm. Brown, and then the year before that, Jaquan Brisker. Penn State's secondary was disgusting. It was, it was tight, and they could tackle. For, yeah, and it's like three first-round picks out of that. And then Jair Brown got drafted, too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, Chop Robinson, who's an edge from Penn State. Uh, then there's Jerzan Newton, who's a defensive tackle. Who man. These are some names. I think that was from no, that was from Illinois. I think it was from Illinois. Okay. Then there was Cooper DeJean, who's a cornerback from Iowa. Who's good? There's Chris Jenkins, who's a defensive tackle from Michigan, I believe. Um, and then there's Mike Hall, who's a defensive tackle from Ohio State. Emeka Ibuka, who's a wide receiver from Ohio State. And then there's Tyler Newbin, who's a safety from uh, Minnesota. That's what I was about to say. I think I know who where he plays at, and yeah. he's good too. Yeah, yeah. And then, and then, then there's some players that they missed, like Jack Sawyer. If he like he had an up and down year last year because Ohio right. State was trying to get him to play two positions, but he's six five, six six, two seventy. If he has a great year, he could be a first round draft pick as well. Um, yep. It's very unlikely, but we've seen quarterbacks only have one year and make it. So if um, if um, Kyle McCord has a good year as Ohio State's quarterback, he could be a first round draft pick. Ohio State has another wide receiver. Who first like round? Six. Who? If he has a good year, he would. you still think he would be a first-round draft pick? Kyle McCord? Yeah. We've seen it a lot. Yeah. I mean, Anthony okay. Richardson just got drafted. Dwayne Haskins got drafted. I've only one season enough. playing. Fair enough. If he, if enough. he does what, what has become the Ohio State quarterback standard, which is 4,000 yards, 40 touchdowns, and like less than 10 picks, he could be a first-rounder. 
That's I'm not true. predicting it though. I'm just saying other people who could potentially. I, do I forget. It. Yeah, yeah. There have yeah. been examples. You're not wrong. Yeah. Mm. Um. Ohio, and this is very most likely not going to happen. But Ohio State has another wide receiver who was the number one wide receiver in his class. He hasn't put it all together, but like he had a like 800 yard, like six somewhere between six and 800 yards, and like six or seven touchdowns last year. And he's like 6'2", 230. Like, so he's going to be the size that players want. And he was the number one wide receiver in the class. So if he balls out, he could potentially be a first-rounder. Again, that one I think is even less likely. Even more less likely than that because of his size. But if Tolua has a good year, he True. could potentially. And someone just likes him at quarterback. So there are Shoot, other His players. brother is fine. He went, he went pretty early. Yeah. So. So there are other players who aren't even on this list that with the right combination and, and right things could be potentially could be, first-rounders yeah. too. So yeah. the Big Ten could do crazy numbers. I ain't, Yeah, I can see this. I can see at least 10 of these players going into the first round if they do what they're supposed to, especially the tackles. Yeah, <laughs> yeah so like 10 Talking of Defense this, and offense. Yeah, so it's like 10 of the 13, and then there's a potential for a couple other ones. So, like, Ohio uh-huh. State should be somewhere between, like, 9 and 15 in the first round. Could, yeah, crazy. it could happen. Yeah. Uh, let's say Ohio State. I meant the Big Ten. The Big Ten should be somewhere between 9 and um, – And then, like – so I'm actually going to write a draft uh, an article here soon where Ohio State alone could potentially break the record of six players in the first round. because Isn't, Ohio, isn't that already, their record? No, it's uh, it's uh, Alabama and Georgia, or Georgia and it's Georgia. Then. Someone else. It's it's tied. I know there's two people that are tied. Georgia and LSU. Okay. LSU. It's both of them after their national championship. Championship games. games. Okay. Yeah, I was about to say. Uh, and so Ohio State could potentially do that. And 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 here's the thing. Please hear me. This is a very much a long shot, but I think Tommy Eichenberg was a better linebacker last year. Then, um, then, um, oh my god, then Jack Campbell and Jack Campbell got picked in the first round. I do not think Tommy Eichenberg getting picked in the first round. I think Jack Campbell was a mistake and it was very much like a Lions thing. But the option is there if he, if, I think he was better. So, like, anything can happen clearly. Um, safeties, corners can have one good year. Like Ohio State's had multiple corners. Who, oh, I forgot about Denzel Burke, who's going to be a three-year starter at Ohio State. He had a great year his rookie year, freshman year. Sophomore year, he started really slow, and then he got better towards the end. If he has another really good like year and he gets an All-American or something, he could be a first-round pick. Like That's just Ohio State. Penn State's got some other guys. Like if um, I highly doubt he's a first-round pick. But if Dante Cephas, the dude from Kent State, who's at Penn State, if he has twelve hundred yards and ten touchdowns, he could, he State, could, he could sneak into the first round if he has yeah, a really good year. And he yeah. runs like a four two or something. Like this, there's a lot of guys to watch. That's all I'm saying. Just, just, just be. Mindful. I forgot about Dante Cephas. That is hilarious yep. that he has both my name and my father's name. Yeah. <laughs> so. <laughs> um, okay. So. Now we're gonna we're gonna move on. Any any last thoughts on on the twenty twenty four? Uh, no, I this kind of makes sense. This makes again we both agreed that JJ's a little high. I would have him if he was going to make a first round pick, he'd be twenty close to thirty for me. Yeah. But other than that, yeah. And I would I would probably bring 
very much like uh, the Vikings have a good year, but they want to get their they want to have their exit plan from what's his name. How did, how they don't have that ready is beyond me. But you know what? I but, saw the Steelers wait too late. So yeah, um, I mean, yeah, it, it happens a lot. So like mm-hmm. that could be a pick where something like that happens. Um, yeah, so that makes sense. Uh, Seahawks. I mean, not Seahawks. Denver. Well, Denver probably will have an early pick, <laughs> but like if somehow Denver has a decent year, but they're tired of Russ. Shoot, like Arizona you know, is going to Well, Arizona is going to have a high pick. Because they're probably going to be really bad, yeah. especially because the quarterback's missing some some games. Yeah. Yeah. Or Vegas. Okay. Yeah, yeah, that's another one. They could make the playoffs and stuff, but, like, they don't have that much time. Uh, the 49ers, they, yeah. they might make the playoffs, but be like, we want a, a guy who's going to be here for a while and not just, like, you know. Because we don't know anything about those pick. three those three people. Because like, yeah. you got Brock Purdy, who's the Mr. Uh, Irrelevant, um, Mr. Yeah, Irrelevant, uh, Trey Lance, who hasn't who's played for Mr. Real? Irrelevant, really. <laughs> <laughs> and then you and, got a third guy, like I don't even uh, know, Sam Darnold. Oh, brother. Yeah, because oh, they yeah, finally yeah. let because didn't they let the quarterback? Their quarterback is on the Jimmy G's on the Saints, right? No, now? he's on the he's on the Raiders because their car is on the Saints. There you go. Yeah. Uh, same same guy. Tampa Bay. <laughs> Tampa Bay. Yeah. Tampa Bay, um, yeah. So a lot shoot of the Jets because who knows? Yeah, because Aaron Rodgers could get them to the playoffs, but they're probably going to be tired of him and his media bullshit. So they could want a guy to sit behind him. So I think he might. I think he could get in the first round, but I think it's going to be one of those playoff teams with the older quarterback who's just like, all right, let's 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 set up for the future. Let him sit a year or something and, and figure it out. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, okay, so if I was in charge, this is what I would do. I just got hired as the Big Ten commissioner. I just made Dante my assistant commissioner. Um, I guess to be like Kamala called. Harris. <laughs> no, no, you're actually <laughs> <not> playing. <laughs> nah, <laughs> get your... about to disappear. You <laughs> did it, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> nah, uh, uh-uh. ain't no way. Um, doesn't doesn't Bad Bunny lose this match? Cause he whooping this dude's ass. I didn't see anything about that match on Twitter. I saw everything. I saw people talk about All every I saw other is match. Bad Bunny go through a table. That I, I thought he lost, but he whooping this dude's ass. They really be having these celebrities win, like yeah. when they had Jake Paul or Logan, whoever it was. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I don't like him. I don't like him at all, but he's a wrestler. Like, he like is. that is what he, that you know is what's what also crazy. He doing. had one of the craziest rebrand. Everybody forgot what he did type thing I've ever seen. Because is, him he, the, him, is he the annoying, the really annoying both one? Both are. Both are. I know, but one are. is one is significantly worse. So one's racist, which is Jake, and then Logan is the one who went into that suicide of Forrest. Huh. And did, yeah, oh, oh. Suicide forest? Yes, so there's a forest in somewhere in Asia. I'm not sure the the country, so I'm not going to guess, but I think it's Asia. And um, where people go to commit uh, self-deletion or whatever. So it's called that. It's called Suicide Forest. And okay. he went in there mocking everything about it. 
what and recorded it and made a whole youtube video about it i think that's logan if not it's jake and then logan's the racist it literally you could flip them they're both terrible people <laughs> okay bro. so like, i didn't know that one but i thought the other one was like the the absolute like the i mean it's it's i mean lesser of two evils but yeah but i know they're say, both like, terrible because then because yeah it was asia because they were in either japan or china making fun of the culture while they were there and just that's, recording it the entire time that's crazy yeah. and I, I want people to understand that i am not pro him all i'm this is what i'm saying tell me he's not he couldn't be edge a new age edge fair enough like a, I'll just give you an that. asshole he could be like the miss. always a heel always someone that people hate to love and don't really like but he's really unless you unless you retire for nine years and then make a return (laughs) but like he's like bad bunny one that's crazy but first of all he's hella athletic he's been doing some crazy shit like i give it to him like i I can't believe they have the celebrities win but like he looked like a natural out there if i Mm. didn't know he was a musician like if i had no idea who he was i was like oh this is a future star they so. got on one the game too. Oh, do they? <laughs> that's yeah. funny. Um, that's funny. But um, but yeah, so like like I mean he's a terrible person, whatever, but like he he was a very natural wrestler from what I saw. Okay. Uh, or that's for fine. whatever that means. Yeah. I mean, shoot, Hulk Hogan's terrible. So. <laughs> <laughs> Most of them are, let's be honest. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, so me and Dante are in charge. Um, I came up with five things in my 90 days that I want to have done. I think four of them are super realistic and just absolutely need to happen. And one of them is never going to happen, but it's really the best idea of all of them. So let's go top to bottom and things that are more likely to happen first. The first one is just, is the scheduling format. We've been talking about it all year. It's May. They should have already had it done. They're dragging their feet. They're complaining and arguing about three options that are very similar. Just get it done. I'm going to come in there, me and Dante. We're going we're gonna to sit him down and we're going to say, listen, this is what we're doing. We're doing three semi-permanent. You pick three. You keep them for four years. And then you rotate them after four years. Yep. Not everyone has to rotate. Obviously, Ohio State's always going to have Michigan. Michigan's always going to have Ohio State, Michigan State. Iowa's always going to have, like, Wisconsin. Like, there are some that don't rotate. But, like, if if you only – like, you're, like one year you lose Ohio State, Penn State, but then the next four years you get Ohio State, Penn State back. Ohio State plays Penn State six out of eight years, right? Like, that. Like that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about. Like, it doesn't have to be permanent, permanent in the instance of – you never get to change it. It's semi-permanent. It lasts for four years. And then if you want to revamp it a little bit, let's say you don't do Ohio State USC for four years, but you want it the next four, you can add that. So we're going to come in. We're going to say, listen, we're doing four semi-permanent. After four years, we can redo it. So essentially after three years, we look at it. We announce the next ones for the next four years, and we just roll with it however we want to do it. And boom, and, and easy, depending depending on who we add to the conference, we could change that up too, and then then you can always have that permanent game regardless. Or, yeah. or no, not. So, yeah, yeah. We could just the semi-permanent like, yeah. makes the most sense. Especially because, like I said, there are going to be some that never change. But it just gives you the flexibility, say, like 10 years down the road. Say, like, Penn State just falls off. And you no longer want them playing Ohio State every year because, like, 
Maryland just won a national championship. Something crazy. That's not going to happen. Something crazy. And so for four years, you want Ohio State to play Maryland every year. When that four years is over, you can switch it. You don't have to make it permanent, permanent, where it's like we're never going to change it. You just say that this is here for four years. And maybe you like it, so you do it for eight years straight, and then you change it. Like, you have your options. Right. And it also, because you do shorter TV deals, it also allows you to change it around TV deals to make better matchups, to get more money with the TV. So it's just simple. They're taking too long. That's the first thing I'm doing. Honestly, that's happened in the first week. <laughs> like, I'm, first, I'm there. I'm this is my first day Monday. here. I'm there on Monday. It's out by Friday. Stop playing that, with me. Yeah. I ain't mad at that at all. Second thing we're doing. We stole this from the Big 12, but it's just a great idea. We already talked about that a little bit. We're doing a Big 10 combine. But here's the difference that I'm doing from the Big 12. I'm also partnering with the MAC. Because here's the thing. Here's the thing, right? The reason why I think you should do the combine is because there's a lot of players at smaller schools who don't get a large like contingent. Ohio State's going to get all 32 teams. Michigan's going to get all 32 teams. But like Illinois might get 10 teams. Uh, Northwestern, who doesn't really need no teams, might get two teams. And all of these uh, teams... Depending, depending what they're going there yeah. for. I mean, because Northwestern, Northwestern could, get a, pick, so. could, get a, could get a good amount of teams there just because yeah. their offensive line is usually uh, right. solid. So, I, just wanted, I just wanted to, you know, talk trash about yeah, Northwestern. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, but uh, so... so um. So, yeah, but like these teams, you get all of these, you get, you're going to get all 32 teams. You only have to do it once. And I, I, so the Colts always do this video where they like go around the different things. And literally they were talking about how sometimes the scouts have to run drills because there's not enough people to work every single um, pro day. You just don't need that many pro days. So I like that the Big 12 is doing it. I think it's a great idea. But here's where I'm going to make it different. I'm going to add the Mac into it because you share the same footprint. And they they need it even more than Northwestern does. Just have a big, like, two-day pro day. Mix up the schools. So do it like position groups so you have to come to both days. And have the Mac and the Big 10 do it because you're you're helping out little brother. You already have some informal agreements with them. Right. Just make it a formal agreement. That's also going to help with staffing. That's going to there are MAC players every year who deserve to make it to the league who just don't get seen. And then, like you know, you that maybe that maybe keeps Dante Cephas at Kent State and not Penn State because he thinks he can get drafted because there's the combine and things like that. I think that's what I would do. I think it's. I would I think also it's a great idea. add to that instead of it being thirty-two teams, all three leagues. Oh. Sure. Oh, see, now we're talking. Mm-hmm. Now we're really talking. You get a deal with the XFL, the USFL, and then, like, see? Mm-hmm. And, and this, this this is why you're the, this is why you I don't know what it's called. Is it the, because, you know. I have, I wouldn't know. Would I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't know at all. Would you be, but... would you be vice commissioner? You know, organizations like are different. Sometimes it's yeah. vice, sometimes it's assistant, sometimes it's associate. Either way, you're second in command. That's, whatever the title is, you can make up your title. Right. You're second in command. And this is what we're talking about. Now, now it's like, listen, and even if you don't make it here, we got the USFL here. We got the XFL here. We got Canada here. Let's just bring Mm -hmm. in all the leagues. Yep. Yep. And then that way you have your, because you'll get, you'll make it to a pro league and still have your chance to make it to the NFL if you do really well in these, these uh, lower leagues or whatever we want to call them. Yeah. I, 
And honestly, if I can't make it to the NFL, I might go exit USFL because definitely, I definitely have a faster track to the NFL by the time this comes into play. Yeah. So I'm preferential to the USFL as well, but whatever. Um, so yeah, boom. I just like that's the rules the XFL has. That's all. Yeah. That's number two. Are you down with that? Hey, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah. I, I think adding in the Mac would be. Would be yeah, absolutely. and that's why I said to bring in all three leagues because at least yeah. with the Mac and stuff like that, you can still have a chance to see yeah for sure where you could go. All right, so boom. Third thing I'm gonna do, I'm advocating like crazy for quarterfinals to be on campus. It doesn't make sense that the fifth, sixth, seventh, and eighth seed get to have games on campus, but one, two, three, and four don't. <laughs> yeah. It just doesn't. And here's mm-hmm. the thing. People were talking about, oh, it's a hard logistical thing. And I heard this argument on um, a podcast that I thought was really good. They're like, it's harder logistically to do the first round because you may not know who's in the first round until a week before the first round or a week and a half before the first round. You know who's getting a top four buy for like two and a half, three weeks. You can't plan a game in three weeks. If other teams can plan it in a week and a half because they have the first round, why can't you plan one in three weeks' time? Because you got to wait for the first round, and then you have another week, week and a half before the games because they made the schedule too long, in my opinion. I don't think they need – like, most of the games are, like, a week and a half apart. I think that's dumb. But regardless, we're going to talk about that. So, like, why – it's just – it's not – I understand life's not fair. I was going to sound like a child. It's not fair. But, like, (laughs) it doesn't – it just doesn't make any sense that five, six, seven, eight get to have games on campus, but one through four are getting punished by never getting to see a home crowd? Yeah, it's – it's and the excuse is just not a good enough excuse for me. It's just not. It's not. It's not. And then when you think about the fans, right, you think about the fans – Fans are going to go crazy at these games. And you're mm-hmm. asking your Ohio States, your Georgias, your Alabamas, your these schools that are almost always probably going to be in the top four, you're asking their fans to have to travel to three travel. straight games. Yeah. And if you and don't the, travel... And the reason... I know the one of the biggest reasons is like because they still want to use... Uh, bowl games? Nobody the, no, the, 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 about bowl games. The, you, you can still make it a bowl game. In my eyes, but uh, I'm I'm saying like the don't they use a certain stadium for these games? For some of them, well, yeah, yeah. well that's that's the thing. Bowl games are tied to stadiums, yeah. like the top the 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 ones that they want to use, Sugar, uh, Peach, Rose, all those they're tied to certain stadiums. Stadiums, so there's that. But that's what I was saying. Like, I don't think at least the playoffs should be bowl games. But like. Here's make the, the thing, bowl games just, the bowl games, and then the playoff is a playoff. Which is what they should do, but even just keep it how it is now. You're adding two rounds. Have the semifinals and the finals be bowl games and keep it exactly the same. And then the two rounds that are new, let them be on campus. Yeah. That's, so, yeah. I, that's Even if you want to compromise, yeah, then that's fine, too. Yeah. I'm advocating for it immediately. As soon as I get in, like like by Friday of week one, we're having a scheduling format out. By the Friday after that, I mean, they're not going to make the decision, but you're going to have a press release from me. I'm going to be on somebody's interview, podcast, something, say it. Campus quarterfinals need to be on campus. Yeah. Next, and we have talked about this, but I thought about it even a little bit more, and this just needs to happen. 
Nobody wants to pay athletes. Nobody wants them to be employees. Most athletes don't even want to be employees. That's fine. I have no issue with that. But you know what you could do? You could have a conference-wide NIL fund. Make it just like the Heisman Trust, which means when you win certain awards, you get money. In my article, I wrote between five thousand and fifty thousand. So just like every other, just like every professional league, you get money for winning awards in the professionals. Yeah, you get incentives because you get incentives. So yeah, yeah, it's it's exactly that. So Mm -hmm. okay, boom. So because think about it, with Ja Morant, he lost out on fifty mil because he didn't make an All NBA team. So just stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. So like, so this is how I have it. I just put five to fit five thousand to fifty thousand dollars. You could change the numbers, right? So the lowest level, well, definitely if you get, <laughs> they, they, they got, they got, they got the money for it. But whatever, especially with yeah. the TV deal, they got the money for it. So like, let okay, boom. Let's say from jump, you make first team all Big Ten. That's the five thousand dollars. Let's say you win linebacker of the year. That's like ten fifteen thousand dollars. If you win Big Ten Player of the Year, that's like the thirty forty thousand dollars. If you win Basketball Player of the Year, like Caitlin Clark did, that's like the thirty forty thousand dollars. Now, if you make All American, which is a national award, that's like twenty thousand dollars. Whatever. Right. Yeah. If you win National Player of the Year, like Caitlin Clark did, that's the fifty. Right. If you win national awards like Jack Campbell won the um, he won the Buckus Award, that's the 50 like you're winning. Like so. And it just adds up. So like Jack Campbell probably would have got like two hundred thousand dollars from because he won. He was first team all Big Ten. He was all American. He won the defensive player of the year and the linebacker of the year award and the Buckus. You total all that up like it's like two hundred grand. Boom. Just give it to him. Fine. Caitlin Clark probably got like five hundred stacks like. Oh, yeah. She won. Everything this year. She won any and everything you could win. But you do that. And then the thing that you do for people like Caitlin Clark and things like that, for this is the extra incentive for the people who win player of the year. So in each sport, the player of the year in the sport, they get a year contract with the office where they get paid to be in the commercials and they get paid to like go to certain events. So it's like you get a one-time payment for certain things, but if you're the player of the year, you get a monthly payment essentially, and you get to be in all the commercials and shit. And what I was envisioning when I was thinking about it is like a Big Ten version of the Heisman House. Yeah. That'd be cool. That'd be Especially cool. because it's not just men's sports, it's women's sports too. Like you got baseball, softball, you got swimming, track and field, like you got all of this stuff, right? Like, and everyone doesn't have to be in it, but that just gives you so many, like, so I liked it. I thought that was cool. Um, why you do this gives the players more money, which is important. It's, it's good, right? Clearly. Right. But also, it is a huge recruiting tool. It's like, hey, you think you're oh, one of the easily. best players in the country? You think you're going to be a Heisman finalist? You think you're going to win the Buckets Awards? You think you're going to win the College Basketball uh, uh, Player of the Year? You think you're at that level? Well, our conference pays you if you win those awards because that looks good on the conference. Yep. Yeah, uh, that makes perfect sense. That's a great idea. It probably won't happen, but it's a great idea. And I think that's how you get – you ease some people who think conferences should be paying because you're giving them money. It's an NIL deal. They have to earn it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, why not? Why not award them? And they're bringing so – Caitlin Clark brought so much attention to the Big Ten. Just like Angel Reese and Flage Johnson brought so much attention to the SEC. 
yeah. and you win all these awards and you do all this stuff, just give them some money. Even if it's not, I think it should go up to the 50 personally, but even if it doesn't go up that high, even if you cut everything in half, just give them some money for it. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I definitely think it should be more than 50, but that's just. I me. mean, like. Yeah, but like you know, they're not gonna come out and be like hundred thousand. Like you know, it's just, especially because yeah, I want it to be equitable across all sports. Yeah. So like that also means like the swimming player of the year, <clears throat> the diving player of the year, yeah. like you know, wrestler the, of the year. Yeah, right. So you're you're dealing with like it's gonna be like thirty athletes, which is not unbearable, but it's not gonna be like six if you only focus on football, basketball, you know, that kind right. of stuff. So, I, like I think. And I, I think fifty thousand is good, especially because like if you're getting the award where you won fifty thousand, you're also probably getting a couple other awards. You're also probably an all American. Like fifty is not the top; that's just the top for one award. Yeah. So it all adds up. If you're getting the fifty thousand dollar award, you also probably got thirty and twenty and ten, couple fives here. Like you're getting a lot of money because to get the National Player of the Year award, you also have to have had other other big awards right so my last one that one is iffy that one's iffy they sh- they probably won't do it even though they should this is the one that they're absolutely not going to do and in my opinion it's the best one actually no the money's the best one it's the second best one they need to kick maryland and Rutgers out of the conference because they bring no value and they need to add in oregon and washington and why you kick them out is because 16 is a perfect size. 16 is perfect size. You have nine games, We've only nine had Rutgers games. and Maryland in the Big Ten for what, maybe 10, ten years? years? And okay. they haven't done anything in 10 years. Wow, Go 10 years went by fast. I remember <clears throat> yeah. when they picked up them yeah. two. It was 2014. So, yeah, get them out of there. They haven't done anything. It's not worth it. So, yeah. and it's like, and the, their biggest contrib- contribution was TV markets. But it's like the TV markets don't matter anymore with streaming and stuff. Yeah, yeah, that so doesn't it's matter like, at all. Yeah, we like, can get. Yeah, they can go. And Oregon, I like Maryland. <clears throat> yeah, me too. But Oregon and Washington, they're going to bring two more teams. Oregon has. They're going to bring playoffs. talent. Yep, Oregon's made the playoffs. Washington's made the playoffs. When I did my calculation, if you add Oregon and Washington, you have seven teams yearly who are in competition to make the, the 12-team playoff. And that's not including the couple times you have teams that do better. That's Ohio State, Michigan, Penn State, USC, Oregon, Washington, and Wisconsin. Every single year, you have seven teams who are vying to get into the 16 And then playoff. every once in a while, you have Iowa. You, yep. throwing, you also uh, have Michigan State, Minnesota. State. And, like You get some yeah. of those other teams, yeah. and you lose the two teams that are essentially just never going to make that. Shoot, and someone's shoot. Say, oh, hold on, hold on. Fact, no, 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 look, no, 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 no. I know what you're going to say. Let me finish. I'm going to beat you to it. You okay. can't kick out Northwestern right. because they're a founding member. Okay, okay. All right. I, trust me. Trust me. I, I knew where you were going. I knew Fair. where you were going. Also, if you technically, if you think about it, they've done more because they've won the Big Ten West recently. I know the West is 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 whack and all this other kind of stuff, but they do have banners. Technically. All right. Okay. But 
They're a okay. founding member. You just now can't that, kick out a founding okay. member. Okay. All right. Now that you said that, then fair. I, you can't. I would personally. I, oh yeah. But <laughs> but, but they probably never. That'll never. Yeah, ever, they, yeah. they won't rock with that. They it they won't, were it won't. They were yeah. they were in the conference before Ohio State was. <laughs> okay. Well then yeah 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> You, you can't, you can't do that. Because I'd be like, get rid of North, Northwestern. Come here, yeah. Notre Dame. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, mm-hmm. Easy, but I just don't. You can't kick out a founding member, unfortunately. Yeah. Okay. That's All right. fair. So <laughs> that that is the that is the five things that I would because I'd be fighting like crazy to get them out of here. Oh yeah, absolutely. That's the five things that I would do if I was in charge. So <clears throat> we've run very long, so we we're not going to be able to actually talk about the playoffs. So we're just going to do predictions. I have Lakers in six. Very simple. The reason I know Jokic is great, but Jokic is 0 for 3 or 0 for 4 in games where he scores 40 or more points. Anthony Davis is not going to stop him, but the Lakers have size and depth and things like that where I think that they can limit the other players which means you can let him go off and just stop him from being a player. He's best when he's scoring 28, 10, and 9. If you make him score 40, but he only gets four or five assists, you're winning that game. Yeah. I Okay. It's it's essentially how they beat them in the bubble, except both teams are better than they were in the bubble. But it's the same strategy of how you beat them in the bubble. No, they're not. The Lakers are not a better team than they were in the bubble. Yeah, they are. No, they're not. Yeah, they are. No, they all of their role players have had mult have had multiple ten point or twenty point games this postseason. They weren't getting that in the bubble. Yes, they were. They have they have more depth. They have more people. No, uh, they don't. Austin, it, they don't have center depth. That's what's really going to They don't have depth. Market. They don't have the same. They don't have more depth than they did in the bubble. They had depth they, at every position in the bubble. They Every didn't position. have the, they didn't have the offensive firepower yes. that they had. Yes, yes, they did. They yes, they did. They had Rondo getting big minutes. And Rondo Rondo was hitting his shots then. We had three point shooting and defense. We had we had better three point shooting in the bubble than we do now. And more consistent three point shooting and defense than we do now. The the three point shooting, yes, but the ability to score, no. Yes. You have more. You have more people that can give you twenty at any point in time. Now, nah, but I I agree to disagree. I'm going to go Nuggets in six. Okay. And the reason why is because I've watched this Lakers team after the trade deadline, and we're still very inconsistent. We've been inconsistent in the playoffs. You know who hasn't been inconsistent? This Nuggets. They have been very consistent the entire playoff, and they're the more the more uh, they have the more, most depth, I think, out of all the remaining teams. Maybe besides Boston, but I think they have more depth than Boston. So I'm going Nuggets and six because of that, and because they're not injured anymore. They're, no one's injured. Everybody's fine now. So I'm going with Nuggets and six. That's fair. Um... Nuggets could easily win. I'm not mm-hmm. picking them, but Nuggets could easily win. Um, and then I have Heat and six because I just don't trust Boston. I know I know what Jason Tatum just did. I've seen him do it before. I've also seen him still lose. I've uh, seen they also Jason have a Tatum first beat. year. I've seen more Jason Tatum performances that look like James Harden than what we just saw. 
Yeah. So. They also have a first-year head coach who's literally coaching on vibes. They literally, <laughs> said, they literally have said it in interviews that they don't have an offense. They don't run plays. They're just out there. No, they don't run plays. You can see that like, by the t- how they play. You can yeah. see how they and play. And the, yeah. the, the, the Heat are going to have them boys in Rikers Island. Yeah. I'm going Heat and six because fuck Boston. <laughs> that too. <laughs> All right, well, this is almost two hours long. We're going to get out of here. Thank you for sticking with us for two hours on our first time back. We are never good with time, but we are never this bad with time. So we're going to get out of here. We will never be two hours again. We'll be close. But we won't we be might two be hours close again. For, for, a few, for a week or two. Yeah. But yeah. Uh, thanks always for listening. We will catch you next week. 